<laughs> You're so excited about calling it that. <laughs> Welcome to Occasionally Awesome Bonus Episode. Bonus. Bonus. I'm Nick Youssef, your bonus episode host. Jesus, calm down. <laughs> You're freaking out. Yeah. It's You're... our first bonus episode. Really cool. I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right now, they don't know who you are. You haven't introduced yourself. I'm the. It's a bonus episode. It could be anyone. I feel like if they're listening to it, they recognize my voice as I've been in every episode. You could argue that. <laughs> Could you? <laughs> yeah. I am Kevin Christie. Okay, there we go. Apparently, the bonus host with the second most. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> if you would said your name first, you would have been first most. Okay. I'm but not nearly as excited. juiced about this bonus episode yeah. as you. So I'm going to let you. I've calmed down you. a lot since the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay now. Um, who are our bonus episode guests? <laughs> this episode is titled "Bonus Episode." <laughs> go ahead, introduce yourselves. Yeah. Hi, my name is Stuart Thompson. That's the white name. Whew, that's yeah. a white name. I'm also Stuart Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> you may be our only guest whiter than me. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know your whole history, but you know, it's it's it's, 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 a, it's it a contentious that, race. Is it going to be that dissimilar? <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't think so. Really nice family, generally boring people, but of a yeah. of a of a high quality ilk. Yeah. Yes. Well, I feel like if Stuffy. you if you dressed like Stuart, I don't. No, no. Okay. I think you dress a lot cooler than me. You got tattoos. And I don't, okay. I don't yeah. have any of those. You got a little like hipper of a look. Okay. Stuart is. You got, like, it's, but an, it's, a, it's a look. This is. I did go to art school. And yeah. yeah I, I made it through. I flourished. I there. made the. I realized. Yeah. I made the decision because I could. I my instinct is to dress exactly like you. <laughs> to be honest. So you just, so you just suppress that. You. Just, I was like, like my instinct. Down. What literally was to dress exactly like you, but I was like I want. <sighs> A different kind of girl that already likes me to like. I want a different kind of girl to like me than I'll get with that particular look. Right. Yeah, you cut it with art. You cut that look. <laughs> yeah, with literally, art I school. cut it. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling someone that's why I was like, I got, I liked, I love tattoos. I hate getting them. They hurt like crazy. Yeah. But I was like, if I don't get these, there's no contrast. I needed yeah. like something. Uh-huh. Is that really the, yeah. the impetus? Literally, for you I get had the this tattoos? teacher. I had this teacher in school. It was like nine times out of ten, it's a contrast problem. I was like, I look like such a white dude. Mm-hmm. Just a very normal like Midwest. I had a guy at a show the other day. Like I had, I said something about Wisconsin. And this guy was like, I thought you were from Wisconsin. Yeah. I was like, why would you just guess that? He's like, well, look at you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, totally. I've gotten that. I've, I've been told that I look like America. Yeah. People ask me if I'm from Chicago all that. the time. You have a very Chicago look to you. Yeah. yeah. yeah all the time. People ask me Midwest. Iowa. I've gotten Iowa, Chicago, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're from Chicago, Tebow. Yeah. And you have a similar look. You guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I look a little more like suicidal than him, but I mean, I think that's just hours on the clock. <laughs> a little more dangerous. I love Chicago. God damn it. It's, it's my favorite city place. in America. It's not just because I'm from I think it's America's greatest city. It is. Honestly. The weather, besides, if you take away the weather. Yeah. The weather is sh- crazy. It's terrible. Summers are good, though. Yeah, but they're bad, too. Then they get too. humid they're as fuck. Like, yeah. yeah. There's only 14 nice days a year. <laughs> serious. Because it's really, really miserably hot in the summer. Like humidity, like 100% humidity. Like yeah. you sweat walking in the mailbox. Yeah, I'd never yeah. been to humidity so until I went to Chicago once during the summer to visit my friends. And I was like, whoa, this it. is serious. You I can see it. I thought that was it. just an East yeah. Coast thing. Yeah, just the beads of sweat, just ma- they manifest themselves on your yeah. body. Yeah, you just you accept the fact that you're going to be completely sweaty the entire day. It's yeah, just yeah. all the humidity in the air because the lake's right there. I mean, and it's, so and it's, it's so, so much humidity. It's like that with so many cities. I mean, I, I felt that in New York when I was visiting there this past summer. I was just like, why am I wet? Yeah. I, I'm just wet. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't be this wet. Yeah, yeah. It may, you, you see, it makes the case for like baggy clothes. Yeah, 
You're like, I, I wish I had like light, like light linen pants right yeah. now. Oh yeah, imagine a new pair of jeans walking. Oh, around it's in, the like, worst. The humidity. Yeah, yeah because like I remember nightmare. once I ruined a pair of jeans I loved in humidity because I just wa- I didn't know any better. I walked around all day in Chicago. I was like, oh no, now I have to wash these. And there's I, a trail of like blue indigo. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. It, was socks. <laughs> it was like in my socks and stuff. Like it yeah. was fucking. You can't. You like I was in Miami once and it was like gross human. You're like, oh, I, now I get why everyone wears white linen. Right, like right, it makes right. total sense, just like loose yep. fitting white clothes because you sweat your nuts off it all just, day long. Every time I go to a city like that, it makes the case for why everyone should live in L.A. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I can get that. Yeah, yeah. they're just Southern California. At one it's, point in time during that like super cold weather time, you know, and when they were like that, like whatever they called that, that the what was it called? Polar uh, vortex. Polar vortex. Polar vortex. Polar vortex. Yeah. Yeah. Cool it was name. 76 Sounds degrees. like a Slurpee or a ride. Do, or some water mountain slide. dew has to do it's with it. It's a Mountain Dew. That's yeah. Mountain Dew for, owns the rights to that somehow. Yes. Yes. It sounds it's like a water slide. Sponsored or, by Mountain Dew. Yeah, or yeah. a, a yep. Slurpee of some kind. Mm-hmm. That's only available in like 64 ounces. A gum flavor. <laughs> I can get oh, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a different like, uh-huh. gum flavor. Yeah, where it's like, it like juicy clip, on the clips. inside yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Like it, on the, you bite into it and then like it, the mint is like a mint gel on the inside. Eclipse has polar ice. Yeah. You hear all those kids died on the polar vortex the other day at Magic Mountain? That that sounds very (laughs) Yeah, someone had an aneurysm on the polar vortex. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of sticky kids because instead of sliding down water, you're sliding down Mountain Dew. That's what's lubricating (laughs) the slide. (laughs) What's more disgusting than what's more disgusting than a water park where it's just kids pissing everywhere? Raging Waters is the grossest. I mean, I'm I imagine I, I I could be wrong, but I think there's probably four germaphobes here. I'm not whatsoever. a germaphobe, actually. I, I'm, I, w- I used to be a lot more so, where I wouldn't go to places like that. I have moments like that, but there are times when I was like, the thought will pop into my head. is like, I kind of want to go to a water park. And sure. I know how gross it is, but uh-huh. it's like, I kind of want to go. You love because water slides? I love, I love the adrenaline rush more than yeah. I hate the germs. You love to do the do. I love to do the do. I went right. to Raging Waters when I was like... 12 or whatever something like that yeah. it was so much fun it is it's a blast <laughs> okay. that's, yeah. that's why okay. I want to go and yeah. the germs don't bo- they bother me way less that's mm, okay. I, I'll go to that's why I'll go to a theme like a, a theme park because even though there's gross people there the roller coasters <laughs> are so much more fun than how that's how I feel about sure. medieval times mm-hmm. it's so fucking fun oh that's fun as an adult yeah you just scream at a knight for no reason yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and chomp on a turkey leg and you're allowed to yeah, yeah you really eat like fun. a barbarian flag, wave a rape flag. somebody and it's like hey man we were at fucking medieval times that's how <laughs> shit went down back then went down, that's how bro. shit went down I was just keeping it authentic <laughs> yeah. you're lucky yeah. you're not getting beheaded keep talking bitch keep talking <laughs> people were jousting motherfucker yeah. yeah let me know like when Purell has a water park then I'm in <laughs> right come to the Purell water park I'm like you Instead got it of water it's just Purell sliding and clean it's so bad. <laughs> What's the key to living a long Kids life? I go to the Purell Park once a week for yeah. the last 30 years. Just douse it up. I just don't get sick. I think with germs, I don't... I've gotten to the point where I don't think about them. But if I start to, if I'm in a certain place like Disneyland or it's even a, a city vortex. with a lot of subways like San Francisco where you're always touching shit. New yeah. York's if got I very start dirty. to think about it, that's just fucking ruining my day. Yeah, because then I'm like, I gotta wash my hands. I used to look at the, the Asian women that wear masks and gloves. Used to kind of look at them weird. Now you're like, I get it, bro. Do you really? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Just not wanting to inhale anything uh, except your own. I don't think they trip. do anything though, right? Those masks. I, I like think they filter. Airport? They filter 
what seems to be a minimal amount of soot out of the air or whatever yeah, whatever is polluting the air. I feel like it, you're not getting everything filtered out just yeah. by just some a mask. Just, a, just a, like a little bit of a cut is good. I think it's just a peace of mind. Yeah. It's, it's a cycle. It's like a placebo. There was an Asian dude yeah. that worked at a liquor store in La Cunada and he wore gloves. And I thought all the time. It, all the time. They were like gardening gloves. Mm. But A, I thought it was pretty, it was a nice like racial turnabout for all like the rich white people. Like, I don't want to touch your dirty white skin. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, thought, I always thought it was really funny. But then I like, yeah, that guy touches money, which is filthy, right. filthy. all day long. Yeah. And then like people going to a liquor store. I don't care what neighborhood it is. Like, those are, you know. Not, the, clean, not the cleanest people. No, not the But I feel people. like the people with the masks, like, put them on and go, I'm not going to breathe what all these people are, all these viruses and flus and shit. But then you're, like, exchanging your ticket with, with someone. You're getting on the plane. And then you forget for just a second and you scratch your eye. And yeah. then it's over. I mm-hmm. do that. It cancels it all. I, I realize I do that at the gym where, I, like, I don't realize I just wiped my face yeah. with my, the hand that was just on the free weight or the handle or yeah. whatever. And everything's uh, covered in or sweat. inside this dude. So, like, I need to, like, you know, People remember. are gross. Yeah. Just Humans are gross. You think about it. And yeah. there's so many of them. <laughs> yeah. Think of all the gross things. Look, all, we're, all four of us, for the most part, are, like, pretty normal, like, clean, tidy, yeah. you know, uh, above average in a way. I'm dirtier a lot of than everyone here. But think of you the would not guess that looking at your house. By no, the way, no, this is very oh, nice. look closer. I mean, you do own dogs, so yeah, that, that, I, does, I, that I, definitely I, doesn't help your case. I'm fighting a losing battle. Man. Yeah, I can't but, win. I mean, my dude, roommate had dirty houses. This is not. Yeah, yeah you're, you're keeping it. Good. You're keeping it under wraps, which is yeah, which is uh, no. This is this is t- more than fine. Oh, I yeah. feel like you bring any I, girl here, and it's a, a deal sealer. I've gotten notes. Okay. Really? I, I One of the notes are like, ooh, you got to No, no, it's not like that. It's like, you should get a new bedspread. Like, I get that. I've heard that. Oh, that's that's, more, that's more aesthetic than it is tidy. Yeah. It's like, it's like well, this, I don't like this also, color. They, all, like, they all, I can't they, clean the color. They don't want to They don't want to be under a bedspread someone else has been under, too. They just want you to, like, it, literally, after, it, it, after every breakup, you should get new bedding so they that you can tell whoever's next that you have new bedding. Yeah. Because they just don't like it. Like, oh, you have someone else's okay. Yeah, I But you can't that. say it too soon. Then it's like, well, are you trying to get me in bed already? Right. Well, she comes over, like, hey, how's it going? I just got a new bedspread. I know. Whoa. <laughs> like, is your wife coming home and is this bedspread new? <laughs> <laughs> She'll be home in an hour and no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't feel like a clean person. I'm not a dirty person. I'm not like, you know, David Taylor level. But yeah, I, I, go a lo- I go, I wait till it's like weird. I don't wait till I don't clean on the reg on a regular basis. I'm like, oh shit, there's fucking shit everywhere. Yeah, and I'm like, I, then I do it all at once out of like almost frustration. Yeah, I feel I feel the same way. I I clean on a pretty irregular schedule, but I clean when I know that people are coming over. Yeah, like I do it in one foul swoop. I, I did the I dishes t- today because dudes were coming over, and there was a bit of a, a glasses garden going over there. Right. I got, I vacuumed the carpet under my bed the other day, and it was a it's big, but also it was a kind of dirty to where I had to do it outside. Because I was, you know, hitting it. You have to hit it to get the dust out. Yeah. I want go one go around filled the vacuum thing full of dust and animal hair. Oh wow! Like yeah. it was amazing. I had va- I vacuumed it on the lawn, right. and like a kind of dust came out of it that was sort of terrifying, yeah. so like Stuart, Indiana Jones dust. You seem like you'd be very clean and tidy, just by the way you present yourself as a person. Yeah, and I mean it's all a grand plan. 
to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, this will be good. Well, no, I, I, no, I mean, I, I, I have, a, I have a. I bet a, you're the most efficient murderer. I've definitely been called worse by better. Go, this guy's sloppy. Now, now <laughs> this, this is how sloppy. these are my notes, Dex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I have the, I, I have a, a bit of a mess, just like anyone else does. But I know, I know where everything is within that mess. Like there's a method to whatever madness I'm going through on any particular day. Like my desk is not very tidy, but everything that is untidy is on the desk. So yeah. it's like it's kept to it's kept in like a specific area. Like I, I mean, I keep I keep my bed clean and I keep I keep my mess to myself. I'm not going to let it spill into where my roommate hangs out right. or into the kitchen. I start sleeping on top of my bedspread with a blanket so I wouldn't have to make the bed. Oh, I've done that move for sure. Do Absolutely, that's my new move. Yeah, that's a good move. I don't know where the deed because then you wake is. up and you feel productive because you're like bed's already made. Bed's made. Time for yeah. a nap and then you get under the bed and then it's yeah. like what is yeah. what, what is this human imprint in the bed? Right. <laughs> yeah. But already you named something that a lot of, I don't think comedians wouldn't have. You're like, my desk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how many comics have a fucking desk with well, shit on it? Well, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I moved into this new place with a comedian friend of mine, and she had a desk that was just there in the room that I was going to move into. And it's like, do you want to keep the desk? And it's like, she's like, oh, that's what that is? Yeah, well, it's like... <laughs> This desk and it's a pretty size. It's more like a table than it is a desk. But it's like this. It's gonna co- take way more energy for me to move this desk out of this room uh-huh. than it is for me to just keep it and throw all my shit on. You it. live with a lady? Yes. A lady comic? Yes. Who is it? Uh, Brenda. Cologne. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh okay cool. When did that happen? Uh, About you- eleven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hit the big ten zero. Yeah, uh, so beautiful. No, it's been it's been, uh, it's ten it's years been old. It's been about yeah. I, I, I should mo- really adopt it. It's more of an adoption than anything else. <laughs> I moved him when I was eight. Yeah, he's mentoring her. <laughs> no, I, it was a big brother, big sister kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I moved in like six months ago. Okay, how how is it living with a comic? It's been it's been good. I mean, we were. I'm glad that we were friends first. Because that, uh, that makes a, hu- a world of difference. She I l- took a shit on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that it was funny. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, what's great is that we're, it's good to live with a comic who is motivated and busy. Yeah. That's a huge difference because I know plenty of comics who are not busy right. and, are, and would just mope around the house. And I feel like I would not enjoy that. But uh-huh. she's busy. She has her own stuff, she, her own projects that she works on. So that's... Uh, we see each other, you know, around, and we can still enjoy our, each other's presence. How is it living with a girl, like in a platonic sense? Like you guys have no romantic you know, uh, history or anything like that. So it's yeah. I mean, that's that's also been new to me because I mean, I I haven't had a female roommate before, but I have. Do you have a girlfriend? I don't now. Okay. Uh, I had a girlfriend when I moved to L.A. and then and we broke it off like over a year ago. Okay. So, and that was a long term thing, and that was fine. I never lived with her. Right. But uh, I I don't know. I enjoy it. I mean, I. And since I'm a clean person, what what I like about living with a female roommate is uh, she encourages. She's big on like communication, and you know, guys when they live together, they can just like not talk for weeks. Yeah, <laughs> just, try 14 months. That's me and my roommate now. 14 months. Yeah, just I'm mean, not exaggerating. Yeah, I mean, if you if, you've, if you're living on a different schedule, uh-huh. like uh, my past roommate was a guy. It was like a Craigslist roommate, and yeah. he was always up during the day, and I work at night at the store. Perfect. And so 
I I almost <laughs> never saw him. Yeah. Yeah. And we we you would, would high five when he would get home and you would leave. No yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's Once, up? You good? Cool. Yeah. Later. We're using we're <laughs> using the same punch card. He punches in while I punch out. Cat's right. dead. Cool. I'll see you later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we had a cat. <laughs> yeah, it's That's dead now. Or, it's our, or, or the rac- or it's a raccoon. I don't know, man. I've been we, feeding it. Though. We have a cat. Had, but yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. Just throw it in the freezer. We'll deal with it later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean, you can go you know weeks without talking or months, mm-hmm. and she's big on like, hey, let's do roommate stuff together. And so it's like it lets me think about, oh, I should also be a person as opposed to. What a does that mean, roommate stuff? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all our hope we're all thinking like oh, that'd be sweet if yeah. you could just like that's let's what every shower. dude like, let's dude she's shower. so cool we live together then we bone and there's no thing there's no drama yeah. like that's what every that's what everyone outside of your situation thinks it's happening yeah. like yeah. if you had a girlfriend she'd be like so like you don't fuck <laughs> it wouldn't even yeah, be and, right. and then you watch like the gears just like stop turning yeah, and circuits break yeah. okay so you don't fuck now but you've Never fucked yeah. like that's <laughs> what everyone's had. And then you get oh. jealous when she brings other guys home. Even if like, you have a girl, if, right <laughs> if you have a female friend in your life that you've been friends with for like more than five years, every relationship you have, they're just like, "What do you mean? You've never uh, nothing's ever I have happened a lot with of you and Tiana." So do I. And yeah, every yeah. it's I have to. I have to justify it to every girl I hang out with. Yep. They don't buy it. They just they don't. literally yeah. don't buy it. They don't. I have to. Say, I have to answer the question repetitively. The same question, like every two months, like, so you guys, it's like every time you go to lunch with them, like, so you've never hooked up. I'm like, no. I have an ex-girlfriend that I'm still really good friends with and, and who, who just worked with your girl. Right. And, you know, once or, you know, every couple, you know, two, three times a year, we'll like go get coffee and catch up and she'll tell me about all her shit and mine, whatever. There's no, like, no, no chance of us hooking up. We're just good friends. Yeah. Even now, we, we dated five, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Even now, she's like, oh, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, oh, I'm actually house-sitting for Tiana because she's on the road and I'm watching her dog. Oh, you mean your wife? Five years later, we're not even dating anymore. Won't, won't and it's still up. the same fight. They just don't believe yeah. that yeah. nothing's ever happened with us. Yeah. I'm like, it's a 10-year friend. If we were going to hook up, we would have done it sometime in the last 10 yeah, years. for real. It makes you wonder if... At least it, once. If they just think like, oh, every guy's an animal and they want to fuck their friends, or they've been the girl that has yep. tried to fuck their Or some combination of the two. Yeah, yeah but yeah, they yeah. were the instigator. That, Let's just do this I wonder this if once. it has something to do with like... Okay, so this girl finds you found you attractive at one point. Probably still finds you attractive. It didn't work, but she found you physically attractive. The notion that maybe a girl doesn't maybe threatens her notion like, well, was I wrong? Yeah, wh- <laughs> so, like, is my taste off? It threatens their taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, girls I've hung out with always, uh, like, I have a hard time convincing them that Whitney and I have never hooked up. Because we go on the road together. We're really good friends. And I'm yeah. like, no, ne- like, never. Yeah. Like, brother and sister. But yeah. they, like, don't buy it. Yeah. And I think it's something that maybe it has to do with like, well, I find you at least attractive enough, but that person doesn't. Like, am I wrong? I could see that. Yeah, exactly. What does it say about you know men on the whole? Is like, yeah, are we doing it right or are we doing it wrong? Is like, I, I don't know. It's my taste. Is how, I, how what the moment is. How do I feel about this person right now? It was like, I don't care if if my friends. I don't care if someone finds a girl I find attractive attractive. I don't care at all. If I find her attractive, I find her attractive. Yeah. yeah. There's also so much pressure. Like, if you're, if you're, like, 10 years good friends, and then for some reason you do hook up or start dating, there's so much pressure for it to be, like, an all-encompassing thing. Yeah, uh-huh. you're in a relationship you know what I mean? in 10 it, seconds. In 10 seconds, you're damn near married. Yeah. For real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, then, and then there's so much pressure... 
And then if it doesn't work out or you don't pursue it, then it makes this like really awesome friendship weird. It ruins oh, yeah. it ruins something that is potentially more important to the long term health of your like life. Yeah, yeah. in a totally. weird way. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. the cost for me to hook up with Tiana is so high. Oh yeah, yeah. and the everything cost is for so me to cool hook up with, with us is in way too high. Yeah. yeah, way too high. Yeah, so I mean, you and a lot of a lot of men will just not think about the long term. Uh, there, there's so much. I mean, it's a it's a lot of people just are like, oh, let me just get this short term. Let yeah. me just get this. Let me just, let me just get, get this pussy. Let me, am I yeah. right? You know what I'm talking about, bro. Let uh, me get this nut now. Even <laughs> niggas just high fived in a way that was really lame. <laughs> <laughs> like two dicks at a water park. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was exactly the point. <laughs> <laughs> what if I ever said that? What if I ever said, let me get that pussy and then high fived anyone? Not ironically. <laughs> Never. That's a wonderful done. point. Uh, you did it just now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is a fantastic point. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I worry about the future so much it like almost and it hinders my ability to have any kind of fun now. In the pre- it costs Yeah, I like present. but I don't I don't want to meet a girl. Like I'll see like if I look at a girl I'm like I should meet. You know what? No. She's like, like I'm done. Like I've already had I've already we've broken up before I say hello. I, I feel that I feel oh, I've, I can play that game, yeah. Yeah. I, I can have be that. like I know how this is going to end. Yeah, you just let see, me make like, that happen now. You, you're like, yeah. you see other dress. You're like, this isn't. I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. Let's not. I run through the movie of our life together. Yeah, I, I run. I run through it all. Yeah. I see it, and it's like, you know what? There's gonna be something seven years down the road. It's like some insecurity that she has, something with her parents. It's like that's not gonna work out. Her gra- our children are not gonna have good relationship with their grandparents. <laughs> yeah, and I can't have that for my 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 children. Exactly, that don't exist. Exactly. That's a detailed movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. The children are involved. Grandkids. I, I've run. I've run through that movie before. That's with, a man who has a desk. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> that is. is a guy that has a desk. Yeah. That's yep. a good point. He wrote the movie on that desk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine's, if I do that, it's always just like a horror movie because my because yeah. I'm like so like. Mine is like a vine. <laughs> six <laughs> seconds. Six seconds. No, mine is like okay. No. Mine is like okay. We have kids. Fuck man, I got a retarded kid. Now my kid's retarded. <laughs> Fuck, he's gonna have a miserable life. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's always just fucking everything's worst case scenario. <laughs> the kids are retarded. Fucking, right of course away. my wife wins a lottery and leaves me for a black guy. What a cunt. <laughs> oh, now I'm stuck with a retard. You know what I mean? I love how... What a, what a quick custody battle. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. She just doesn't even want him. She just takes... I think that disabled kid changes your life. <laughs> Turns your whole shit around. I don't know, yeah. man. I, I don't see know. you. I, I think you're the perfect father for a, a mentally disabled child. You mean a retard, right? <laughs> okay, maybe. Come on, not. let's get that puss. <laughs> let's get that puss. That was a test. You, you failed. T- <laughs> <laughs> you you teach him how to get puss <laughs> and high five. I know. I feel like that's the one question if you want to adopt a disabled kid. Like, I want to adopt a retard. You, I'm sorry, you. Can't. You just uh, you, you almost had it. You with almost, that you one were to so adopt. close. <laughs> I almost wish there was a girl on this episode right now, like a like a fifth person. That could sit there and have heard four guys go, it's totally possible to just be friends with a girl and not hook up with her. Yeah, really. I've had females. Calling you out, ladies. I've had yeah. very impo- like real female friend relationships my whole life. Me too. Well, I was raised by women, so I, I you know. Yeah. It's like you said, living with, a, living with the ancestor too. Yeah. Um, like you were saying, man, it's like. They, there's a communication thing that women have. And I always yeah. joke, I mean, it's in my act where I'm like, you know, being raised by lesbians, I was I communicate a lot of times like a woman. Like I right. talk more like they say that like men say, you know, twenty two hundred words a day and women say forty seven hundred I say like thirty two hundred words a day. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's like I and that's why I get along so well with like Tiana or you know different female friends of mine because I can just go over there have coffee and just like be a bitch for a while. Yeah. yeah, you have the ability to not treat them like sexual objects. Like, oh, eventually I'm gonna want to have sex with her. Sometimes you're like, no, we just like have yeah. similar interests and we just kind of chill every once in a while. Yep. Yeah, we play Risk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So wait, what are some of these things that you guys do as roommates? You're like these activities that we've been hearing so much about. Uh, well, we. I think there's one week. Sometimes I just help her wash her tits, and uh, that's uh... <laughs> wash her tits. <laughs> what a weird wash her tits. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> isolating one. Well, if you're gonna shower together, you might as well help her. <laughs> that wash is her like tits. such a specific dude thing. We're like, man, yeah. it would just be great if I could just yeah. like. Dude, the, wouldn't that only be the a best? Male? That's all you do. You yeah. just wash. Not help tits her wash the hard part, like her back that she oh can't read. Yeah. yeah. No, it's she could totally I can easily reach, reach this. Yeah, yeah. Body parts are that are readily within. It's perfect for her to do on That's her own. Just I'm like, like the scene in the first vacation where he just scares his the wife. Water. He goes, can I do your back? She goes, I already did my back. He goes, can I do your front? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go do your own front. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went. We live right by uh, Melrose and Fairfax where they have, on weekends they have the, the big, flea market. Know, yeah, the flea market. So yeah. we've gone to the flea market together. Oh. Uh, sometimes she'll bring... Uh, one time she brought friends along. <laughs> she, you know, she has her own podcast. Sometimes she'll record that in there. Or she brings friends over. We we all hang out. You know, it's it's a nice thing where because I, I can just as easily be a hermit in my room mm-hmm. and do sit at your desk and just work away. Yeah, yeah. Just really type away at these uh, movies <laughs> of my life. Yeah. Women are better at quality of life, so they're better just like social things like that. We're all For going sure. to this thing. Like just just like. For no purpose but to be around other people and enjoy each other's company. Like, they're yes. way better at they're that. They're great at just, yeah, making everything connect. Even Whereas, like, a dude, you feel dumb calling your friend. <laughs> 100%. To do that. My sister the other day was like, uh, you know, and she's like two years younger than me. We're like the same age. She goes, I'm like, what are you doing Friday? She's like, oh, me and a couple of my girlfriends were going to like this painting party and like you paint, like everyone gets a canvas and y'all do this whole like, and I'm like, how do you even find out about like, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to go sit on a rock until <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. like the could, sun comes up. I could <laughs> score you know what I mean? at that painting party so easily. Oh, Fish yeah. in a barrel. Oh, I bet. Absolutely. No, I'm just born with it. No, yeah. maybe it's not Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, but she, that's been very great. For me, because I can just yeah, I can be a. Hermit. You think you're better at talking to girls now? Uh, I think I'm a little bit. I think I'm a little bit better at uh, being direct with people and being uh, open with my feelings and not uh, you know keeping things in keeping in things inside because I can just as easily be an insult. Sounds like somebody needs to wash his own tits. Get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's get in about there. It. That was a good one. I was really into that one. Yeah, <laughs> high five. <laughs> See, Third now, time. now the guy's getting on board. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Third, I like it. Third bro high five is the charm. Now let me ask you this. Is there like uh, uh, this is totally turned into the Stuart interview but I love it. Hey guys, um, I'm happy to answer questions whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> uh, the gentleman in the back. Um, uh is this the kind of situation like because you said she's bringing over her friends are you eyeing up any of her friends like hey hook me up with Susie she's cute yeah. or whatever that hasn't happened too much yet because mm-hmm. uh, so I know Brenda she would be a good like wingman type I, of yeah, chick she, yeah she yeah. would female uh, comic good wingman yep. yes uh, totally and newly agree. single too you totally agree uh, some of her friends are already people that I know or that we know like through the comedy sure. community so that's um, they're either people that I'm. You've already like, nailed them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're ar- we're already we're already friends. You either love them or hate them. They're yeah. already in the movie. They already got yeah, a part na- in the movie. Nails in the coffin, one way or the other. And the uh, and some some of them are friends of hers who are also in this weird sort of newly single kind of mentality where they're I think they're in sort of like a post divorce recovery. So it's it's not it's, it's not it's not the I feel yet. Let's just have some fun. Yeah, <laughs> just having fun. Yeah. 
So I, I don't know if they've gotten to the point where like let's just have fun. It's like I'm still like That's shell what you're shocked. There for. You're shell the shocked. fun. It's dark. Yeah. Jeff, it's a dark time. Yeah, if there's any- getting into a serious conversation. Like, let's go out and get some drinks. Yeah, I know Oops, this is not a. Is vi- this ecstasy? <laughs> I know. <laughs> My tits are so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, there's a wealth of sponges yeah. in this. Am I holding a loofah? This is crazy. No. So wait a minute. That's... Stuart collects sponges? Why yeah. exactly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I try to keep a clean house. Yeah, it's just my thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know this is not a visual podcast for those of you out there, but um, if I look like young and fun, uh, then you need to find another way to have fun. <laughs> right. No, you know what you look like? Attentive and clean. Yeah. That's some solid I, I am good. Shit. I am very good at listening, and I've... I've been good at listening. Well, men like you and me have to be. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a choice, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Just, just not aggressive yeah. enough to no, really... No, we're not. That's not where we win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't win with assertiveness. <laughs> it, like, I can't lift the stick that you would beat the woman over the head with. Yeah, yeah you don't right, swagger right. up and ask a girl to yeah. play Scrabble. Or you like, it's not how go, it works. Is this mahogany? <laughs> yeah. Interesting piece. Chris, Chris D'Elia has permanent earmuffs like <laughs> sutured yeah. to his ears. He learns her last name nothing. after sleeping with him 35 times. No, I know. Right. It was Carl, right? Uh, it's <laughs> Diane and we're married. Whatever. Yeah. They had a woman for six years not know she went to college or where. Right, right. Yeah, I know everything within the first like hour of hanging out with him. Yeah. So I'm like, and more, and more, and, and tell me more, and tell me more. Yeah. You run into the problem, though, where if you listen too much and are too attentive, then they're like, you're a really good friend. Yeah, it's tough. Like, there's that you line. eventually have to pounce. Otherwise, yeah. yep. it make I've learned this. Because they don't know. Sometimes they're like, maybe he's looking for a friend. Not only that, it has a tendency to make them feel unatt- like unattractive. They're like, oh, you don't find me attractive enough to like go for it. Yeah, yeah they, right. they think that you, you know, your fear of how they are perceiving you is how they, you know, they flip that on you. The worst yeah. is like when I was in college, there was this girl I was like crazy about. And I was, it was kind of like that. Like we were hanging out a lot and like this could go friend zone or not. And then she just starts, we're like hanging out and we're like hammered. And I'm like, oh, maybe we're going to hook up just starts telling me about some dude she really likes. Oh. And I'm just like, hmm, I don't think this friendship's yeah. going to work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good luck with that, but I just, you know. Yeah, I, I find it's, it's, I think it's how you, it's how you respond to when you're listening. If you're able to sort of filter in these sort of, so with me, sometimes I'm able to filter in these like compliments that are kind of you know, pointed yeah. and have direction where it's like, yeah. it's, it's with the implication, the hint at I am interested you. Yeah. 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 I do think you should become a writer because of all that. Like, ass. we'll do an example. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you be a girl, I'll be me. So where'd you go to college? I didn't go to school. You want to fuck? Probably. See? Like, you got to do <laughs> it go. like that. Literally probably. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they're not. Probably. They're not. I didn't go to school. <laughs> I'm just a stupid whore. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm all you want to fuck. <laughs> just <laughs> some some truant vagrant just uh, hoping for business. You look like you live in a You're going to get two reactions with that direct of a move. You're either going to get like, you're a fucking asshole, or she immediately laughs. And that yeah. means... You're probably going to fuck. And, and those are the ones that are more dangerous. <clears throat> I'd be more inclined to trust the girl that's like, what? you are a fucking scumbag. Because yeah. the girl that's like, you know what? I got five minutes to kill. It's <laughs> like a world of trouble. Yeah. I got but a ba- Nissan Altima parked three blocks away. <laughs> yeah. We're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Want to get out of here to an alley? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I, I, I love <laughs> Nick. You all of a sudden became like Alec Baldwin from like Glengarry Glen Ross. Like you were always, always closing. closing. Yeah. Always closing. Do you want to fuck? Yeah. Do you want to fuck? Do you want to fuck? Do you want to fuck? Yeah, I'm each in the dumpster with my mouth open. I have I have Jesus. these female leads. Yeah. You got to earn them. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like I get. I don't feel like I'm better at it. It's just like you've learned that I've learned that there's just different types of pe- people. Yeah. It's like a, you almost became more well-versed in the different types of females and what they're looking for. So like you're like, sure. oh, I've met you before. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get a lot of that. It's funny. You were kind of mentioned that earlier when you were like, I dress like this because like I've re- the well runneth dry of the girls when I dress like that. You know what I mean? I, find, I, I realize I found a specific kind of woman or not a specific type like looks wise, but personality wise attractive. Yeah. And like I wasn't going to get attention from them if I just looked nice. Like there needed to be like a something. An and ed- also but, an edge. But to I guess, but to to be fair, I do love, you know, I am into all this stuff that like kind of goes with the things I look like also. Sure, but I also wanted them to know that. I didn't want to like hide yeah. it. It's like no, I am like the all, this dude also. You know, but like I I realized I was like I don't know, I just wanted to also Going to art school and gr- and living around here in Los Feliz, I look like everyone. Yeah. We all, there's it's like wh- how am I? I don't want to look like everyone exactly. Granted, there's a lot of dudes that look exactly like me with the tattoos and shit. It's also hard to do, like you know, because everybody around Hollywood we're all right around the same ten, fifteen year age group. Everybody shops. You know, it's hard to yeah. not. I mean, it's a yeah. fucking this second biggest. C- town in, in United yeah. States. There's yeah. a lot just, of people. I also yeah. was just emulating these, like, there's a couple teachers I had at art school that were just covered in tattoos. And I was yeah. like, those guys are fucking cool. Yeah. Sure. I'm going to look like that. It's like if, if you I go didn't to, act, yeah. I'd be covered. Yeah, and all the coolest oh, people. Oh, I can see that too. Yeah. And Kevin, then you paint yourself into a corner. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a biker guy. Yeah, yeah. and if those are the, pe- the cool people around you in your life and that as, in your formative years, and that's great. I mean, all the cool people in my life were in, like, mortgage lending and banking. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, the titans, of, the titans of industry in my life were wearing suits and... Yeah. Uh, Parapleate front khakis on the weekend. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Rockin' pleats. Yeah. yeah. Just a lot, a, of, a lot of pastel-colored polos. Got those. That, yeah, yeah I got the... Sperry top cider. Yeah, yeah I got... Uh, the, the sweater over I'll the fucking yeah, tied around polo tied around yeah. your neck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're, my family and I are going to be in Nantucket this summer. Yeah, that's you so can wear funny. shorts, but you wear an Oxford. Yeah, you're wearing red shorts, man. Yeah, red Nan- shorts Nantucket with a, a button-down Oxford. Yeah. Like you don't even go t-shirt a lot of times in the summer. Oh yeah, you wear a button-down shirt rolled up with shorts. You work out some Madras plaid. Yeah, you work it in. Sperry topsiders, yeah. no socks. Yeah, this is it's a, it's a whole thing. The only flair you have is what's known as sartorial splendor. It involves pink, a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. you go bright. It's yeah. pastels. Right, right, yeah. right. It's a yeah. uniform. I'm strangely down for it. I especially think it looks cool with tattoos. With tattoos, yeah. It's it looks great. Really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just yeah. like, now nah, I'm a rich dirtbag. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's like what that. I need to do. I, I just do need like to that do, look. I need yeah. to do like an Eastern Promises thing on my back. Just tell my whole life <laughs> right, story right. in tattoos. And then just wear pink polos all day. Yeah. Like we, a pair of pink shorts and then just like a snake coming down the leg. Like, whoa, buddy, what's going on? <laughs> right, just right, some like right. red dragon horns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Popped collar polo with a FTW on your arm. Like, what's going on over here? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. It's all about con- contrast is the key to like any sort of interesting anything. I had a teacher that said that. Nine times out of ten, it's a contrast problem. Mm-hmm. E- everything artistically, it's about con. It's about like... You can't have something that's because it's too easy to categorize. You yeah. need a switch. It's the same thing with a joke. It's the it's the turn. It's the thing you say that do, that you don't see coming. Right. Yeah, you can't be pegged into one one 
box. Yeah, no one wants to laugh at a joke they they saw the ending coming. It's it's the surprise. Exactly. Same as a magic trick. It's like, oh, yeah. I know where this is going. Yeah. And when it doesn't go there. Yeah, that's you know, the thing. Yeah. What's also about great great about getting tattoos is it forces you to work out because if you have tattoos on you a shitty body, you do want to show them off. Uh, yeah. It's it's like that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, did you paint on Jello? What's going yeah, on? You do want to show right. them off. I remember I was in Wisconsin. There's you know a kind of fat person there that's crazy in Wisconsin. Yeah, I know. yeah. <laughs> or that I'd never seen before. And but you see, they they still get the same kind of tattoos that skinny people get, but they're just wrong looking. Yeah, because well, they're stretched out. Well, they're not even that they're stretched out. They're just. They got you know they picked it off the wall. Like I saw a lot of bad tribal stuff, right. and they picked right. it off the wall. So they did it the size of on the wall. Would the th- truth be told? They should have sized up like twice as big because you're putting it on twice as big sp- of a space. Right. So they just look. They look like uh, the cheap press on one. They look like stick on tattoos. Yeah. Because they're they're just floating in the middle of this massive like tricep area that's just like gelatinous. They look really silly. That just yeah. means more room for more tattoos though. I think a fat dude needs to be just Sleeved. completely covered. Yep. Yeah. Covered. Just, just yakuza it out. Yeah, just cover double, it. Double sleeve it. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. Is <laughs> otherwise you just look like silly. Unless you're going to be one of those like fat guys that like rides a Harley. Because then you're wearing like those leather vests and stuff and then you can have like a tiny skull or whatever it's yeah, going to look like on it. But and, still I think if you're going to remain fat you can have a lot of tattoos. Yeah, that kind of makes it like okay. Mm-hmm. There's is a cool fat guy. There's a cool kind of like, oh yeah. Big there's dude. a little yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. Guy owns a body shop. He's just like a big guy. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, he fix a, anything. He's, yeah, his girl handies, likes it. He it's welds. Within, it's yeah. within a level of mass, though. It's not like it's not like he could be as big as possible. You, there's a limit. No, yeah, there's a limit. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you can't just be? I mean, who's the coolest fattest person? <laughs> What's like a really really fat person that was also considered really cool? Dom Chris DeLuise? Farley. Chris yeah. Farley. Yeah, he he was cool in like a train wreck way. way though. Both, He's like you'd want to party with. We're him. talking you both be like, comedy though. I'm talking not. I'm talking cool, cool, like tough, cool. Oh. Not a professional uh, wrestler. Not a Gandolfini. Yeah, was yeah. a pretty cool tough big guy. motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're like that guy's badass. But he, but he had like he wore. I mean, like especially in the Sopranos, like he would the, his character would wear the right clothes to sort of like. You you couldn't see the level of fat that he was like he still right. he was like a trim fat person right and it looked solid it wasn't like yeah. mushy yeah it looked but like one like unit threat but th- those are all like threatening yeah. positions they were in like whenever yeah. you see like a fat thug or a gangster you never go look at that fat guy you're like that guy's frightening well yeah. those guys are also extremely hard to fight a really big dude who's like you can punch him as hard as you want it's like he's big yeah a lot of yeah. inertia like they call like like when you see skinny gangbangers like the kind like those are called peewees like those aren't the dudes that fight like real like the the real guys that are like responsible for the violence are usually yeah. about 40 they weigh about 225 pounds and they're just fucking big guys yeah and they're just they're like big they're, they're like bouncer size they're hard to move hard to take down yeah they yeah. literally can't move them they can take a quick stabbing because there's a lot of body mm-hmm. like those are the guys like you can't fight those dudes Punch them as hard as you want. Unless you knock them out by like breaking their jaw, you're fucked. Because they just they have bigger fists and bigger everything. Right. So you're just getting hit by a more space, mm-hmm. by a larger object. Like those are the dudes you yeah, can't. You just fuck have with. to know how to fight. There's plenty of fight videos online. We were talking about that a few weeks ago, where you mm-hmm. see a big dude and then a little guy, and then the little guy wins. I, I mean, it's, I'm a sucker for every out. video that's like bully gets what's coming to I him. Love I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, love thank the God. One, the yeah. one in the schoolyard where the kid gets in the taekwondo pose and oh. then just rocks oh, yeah. that guy. That one's a classic. That's classic. A good one. Yeah. Classic. It's the same as any like comedian destroys heckler kind mm-hmm. of video. It's it's you know rejuvenating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> those stress me out. 
Well, a lot of them, like, when when they're put up by, like, random people who aren't comics. Right. uh, Some of them are actually not that good because it'll be like, watch this comic eviscerate a heckler. And then the heckler heckles. And then the comic just uses a stock line. Right. Yeah. He goes, like, I don't go down to your work and blah, blah, blah. But the the audience member doesn't know that. He just goes, that was unreal. Yeah. And he puts it up. And as a comic, you're like, yeah. Every time I see one of those, I always look at it and I go, oh, the comic gave him too much space. Mm-hmm. I always, I never, I'm never like, I mean, rarely is it like the worst heckler ever. It's a yeah. comic that had a big gap between bits or just left the, there's a really famous one of a guy, he, t- it, it, he talks about like how long it's been since he had sex or something. And, and he keeps doing, he goes, he goes, it's been so long. It's been, I can't tell you how long it's been. It's been so long. And it's like, well, you, you, you're begging for that heckle. Yeah, this way. bit's been so long. Yeah, literally. Right, it's like, right. you're taking too long to get to it and you're overestimating how good your punchline's going to be. What was yeah. the heckle? Uh, she goes like he goes he goes it was this he goes I finally had sex and it had been so long and she, like he, the girl said something like was it yesterday like something like that yeah. I don't know why in the I can't remember the context why that but in the crowd it gets a humongous laugh I think I saw that and then one. the dude has a great comeback where he goes oh I'm glad you remembered right, is it right, to imply right. like you fucked her mm-hmm. right, right. it's a perfect it's perfectly yeah. equal but you watch it you're like dude if you hadn't have fucking gilded the lily with that delivery she never yeah. would have said anything correct yeah 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 like you yeah, you, you gave her the space. I mean, someone was talking to Rock about Chris Rock about his about hecklers, and he's like, "The tighter my act gets, I have no hecklers. They just don't have space." And yeah, if they're you're too busy laughing, yeah, they're too busy laughing, or the act's too tight. They're like, "I don't want to heckle this shit." <laughs> like, I like yeah. it, yeah, but you can't get a word in edgewise. There is but an element people... to that of like, who's gonna fucking heckle Chris Rock at a fucking five thousand seat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, theater too. I think the he's bit... more talking about like when he's working it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. he right. legitimately goes out and works shit out. He was at the store like a few nights ago. Yeah. Right. Dude actually like gets in the clubs and works it out, and like there is a kind of asshole that's like I heckled Chris Rock, like they fucking but love that. But with the that. famous yeah. guys, the heckles are all they're less negative and more like fan heckles. Like, yeah. What do you think about it? You know, there's more. We like, love you, man. Requests. They love to yell out a current event. Yeah. They're like Malaysia flight. Yeah. Like Talk they want. About, like yeah. please. Yeah. It's never like hey fuck you, pal. They're usually like oh, Chris Rock. Yeah, but I re- every time I see a heckle thing, I look at the comic and I'm like, well, you left them space. Yep. Or you like engaged them too much. The best heckler video ever was in I think the early nineties, late eighties. Guy with a guitar. Guy with a guitar. Yeah, that's the only best one. Guy, some guy just kept heckling, and he was heckling a guitar comic who was sitting on a stool, and then the guy gets up and bashes his guitar, (laughs) acoustic guitar, guitar over the guy's head, smashes it over his head, and then (laughs) you just hear the crowd going like, "Oh my god, I can't believe!" He assaulted him. And then he goes back and sits down and tries to continue his And he kind of has like a meltdown. Like yeah. you could tell well, he has that's like, a like melt, an that's a meltdown moment. moment. He lost it. He yeah. fucking lost it. So the reason we don't know his name, he stopped being a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, you can't, you know. He tried to continue being yeah. one though during that set. And that guy's name, David Tell. No, yeah. <laughs> and it's guys like him that are the reason why I have a female roommate. So I can vent out my feelings and not break a guitar over yeah you gotta get them out right right right. you got it that's the thing my female friends are like i will like i can call them and talk to them about something that happened like um, and those fucking text and it freaked me out and like they'll give you actual emotional advice yeah where's your friends like sounds like a bitch and you're like no not really that's not really what it is you just need to get drunk and fuck not for you to judge get your dick sucked like that's not actually what i wanted to hear yeah yeah like super close friends i think you can talk sure like that Totally, but still, yeah. dudes lack the language. They don't. They just don't. Or they, the grace to. Yeah, most, most. Yeah, definitely most. 
They just you know, I have some guy friends that I can talk to on like a real level about things yeah. like that. But for the most part, and even then, it's like a time and a place. Absolutely right. Can't, right. You, you're not always going to get them on their you know, best. Yeah, moment. a guy's instinct is to make fun of you to try to get you to laugh to like ah fuck it who cares? Which I think is a genuine is is useful. But it's like is like if you if someone came to me like this this and this, my instinct is almost like. Well, let's get you laughing a little. You'll realize, fuck it, that's life, and then yeah. we'll go eat or something. Mm-hmm. Whereas, as opposed to like, you're what you're and in a weird way, what you're supposed to do is when you feel like emotional pain, you're actually supposed to kind of sit with it, like get super sad. That's how you get it out. Otherwise, Process it, it just stays that. in your body and turns into rage, which is what most dudes do. They're like, ah, fuck it. That and is they, what most guys do. Yeah, yeah, and you never actually it manifests get, as something else. Whereas, actually, it's more healthy to like let yourself get that sad, fucking like legit cry and then you actually feel better afterwards it's like you took, took a giant emotional dump yeah. yeah yeah i mean that's what you're kind of supposed to do but it's hard yeah, to do yeah. that with like another dude yeah yeah it is hard to do and it's like a lot of times like when you're when you're in that place and you're like man i really you know i want to talk to a friend or something you know if i call one of my female friends or my sister or tiana or whoever else and i'm like hey i'm having a meltdown can i talk to you yes let me pull over right now yeah they take if it i call very my seriously. they take it very seriously but if you call you know if i call ari and he's and i'm like dude i'm having a meltdown he's like let me call you back in 20 minutes i'm in a skee-ball tournament right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude i just okay. took mushrooms i really wish i could help <laughs> yeah, you but i, I can't I'm about to get high <laughs> i know exactly exactly <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess that for the most part, it's true. That's why, I mean, there's never a, a girl not on a phone call in line or somewhere where she's not supposed to be having like a heart to heart. I mean, I've had women break plans with me because their friend got broken up with. They're yeah. like, my friend just got dumped. And you're like, yep. oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got, you, and like, you, believe me, you want none of that. Yeah, but that's why I think women, statistically, there's a thing on Huffington Post that they get over breakups way quicker because they. They just face it head on. It. They face it like immediately. Mm-hmm. They get it all out and then they move on. Whereas like a dude will just hang on to it forever and ever and ever, not process it, and then it's still. The, That's it's why still girls in there. do all the dumping because they actually go through the emotions. And well, go, there's that thing. Really women break up with here? you long before they break up with you. Break up with you. They've made well, the mentally they check ago. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah whoever's then, doing the dumping is. But already, a guy like yeah. a lot of times a guy will just stay in it. Just to be like, oh, we'll see what happens. But a well, we are. Like, gen- is this what I, I need? feel. Is this I mean, my path. I was. No. We're pretty afraid of women's emotions. Like you, know, you kind of want to keep them from crying as much as possible. Yeah. So you're like, oh man, she's gonna get fucking pit. And you don't break up with someone once. It takes days. Yeah, sometimes years. You break up, then you got to re-explain it. Mm-hmm. You got to re-explain it a week later. Like it's it's pretty rare when you're like, this is done. Get away from me. Because you know someone who's not bashful about being emotional is going to cry in front of you and then start screaming or whatever it is, right? And so that and you know that's coming. You're like, oh man, guy. I, most guys I know just do the like turn cold and or, or just well, get lame. And then a lot leave. of guys, yeah, they stop calling or something like that, or they yeah. break up via email or text, or, yeah. or they get fucking drunk and like or just stop trying. You then, stop you know, trying, and then the girl yeah. leaves you. Yeah, right. Yeah, or that. That's like a big. Very. That, I think that's a pretty one. common move. Yeah, I had to say it still ends with a girl crying. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. I ha- I think I feel like based off of this discussion, I feel like I've had like a very rare situation where like it, we just like cut it off clean. I had been with the girl for four years and change, and then I like there was one there was like one week like it I thought about ending it for like a year a year and a half. Classic and I, white people shit. Yep. Yeah. And then, but then, but then there'd be moments where it was like it would get rekindled. It's like okay, maybe this is. But then I like one day I just went over and just like okay, here's the, here are the reasons why I'm not happy, and uh, I think we just need to go our separate ways. And so it was just like an evening, hmm. and then it was just uh, and I, 
haven't spoken to her. And since. she's like, let's not talk about this at the opera. Yeah. <laughs> you guys laugh. No, no. <laughs> Through the binoculars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she leans in. She's like, Did not at my dad's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we're going to talk on the way home. You know right. how bad I wanted to see Avatar. Why are you ruining it? It was like no. an amicable breakup. And uh, I mean, I don't know if it was amicable, but I mean, we, we, we kept it pretty calm. If you're walking down okay. the street and you see her walking towards you, like what today, ha- what happens? Good, great head? question. Great question. At, yeah. at this point, since it's been, it's been, a while, it's been over like a like year. Like your stomach turns upside down. Uh, I mean, I think it'd be surprised for sure. Although you broke up with her, yes. So I think that's a little different. Uh, she, we yeah. Surprised because she doesn't live here. Well, she. I think she still lives in Southern California. I, but I think she lives in like you know in the valley. Dude, you don't oh. know. That's crazy. Yeah. You haven't. You do you have like mutual talk. friends that you keep like in con- like? But hey, they're, all co- they're all college friends. So I mean, I I wouldn't see a lot of them are still up in San Francisco. So like. I wouldn't see them unless I was visiting up there. Not a lot of them moved down here. Mm-hmm. So right now, if you saw her, you wouldn't be like, oh, God. I would be surprised for sure. But I feel like I'd want to be, I'd, I, at this point, I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, how are how you doing? It'd yeah. almost be nice. What about six almost. months ago? <laughs> <laughs> almost. Six, I mean, six months ago, I mean, I don't know, because I felt, I felt pretty over it by the time it was done. Yeah. I was just like, I'm kind of ready to move on. Because I, I, I was like, I, I was thinking like we both have these career paths that are just not going in the same direction at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. It felt, it felt unique. And it was just like, I was like, maybe I'm getting out of this clean. <laughs> 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 That's the misnomer. We've all, believe yeah, me. There is no such thing, my friend. I, I will say I made a, I made a, I was, re- I was making like a series of tweets a while back and it may have been about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of them was uh, casually making fun of, um, Something about her parents, like it was like it was like an I had st- I was still using uh we I used her HBO Go account and I think I was still using it just and I hadn't <laughs> right, like, right, stopped right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said I made a tweet that said like your 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 ex girlfriend's parents are only as good as their HBO Go account or something like that it was something stupid yeah mm-hmm. and then. I forgot that her sister still followed me on Twitter, Oops. and then she <laughs> she Zoinks. she spat back with venom. Uh, what did she say? That's crazy. So she was saying, uh, this "How old is she? Really young? Four years older than me." Okay, so oh, she's okay. twenty eight now. 20, okay, got you. Uh, she and she was like, "This is really offensive," and out of respect for my family and my sister, we're uh, changing should, our passport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go. Go. That was the first thing that happened. I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wasn't even shot with your, Boardwalk Empire. You right? shot yourself in the foot. <laughs> that's a that's a sign that you are definitely over it. Yeah, your I was. biggest regret is the fucking Boardwalk Empire. No, I, I was way more into I've that lost show. It, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then I was like, out of respect for my parents and my sister, you should take this down. And I did take it down only be, uh, only because like it was part of like I was making like a a series of tweets under the same hashtag and it's like it didn't fit the voice and then mm-hmm. I blocked her sister immediately. <laughs> right, right. It was like, we're not letting oh, this yeah. happen. They would say, take it down. It's like, are they all following you on Twitter? Yeah, it's like, yeah, the whole family was yeah. really, they, I mean, they were very supportive of my comedy because I started comedy after I started going out with and them. And you shit oh. directly in their poor mouths. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to be, that Twitter that subtweeting w- shit is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, to be fair, I mean, there was an element where it's like I didn't respect her parents, and ta- when I me- when mentioned that whole movie of my life thing about how like uh, like the relationship between the kids and the grand grandparents, like yeah, I that was one of the questions that I was asking. And one of the reasons why I wanted to end it is because I was asking these questions about the future. Like mm. uh, one of them was, you know, do I want to live with her? Do I want to marry her? And I was like, I don't know if I want to. And then the one that was like a huge no was like, do I want her parents to be the grandparents of my children? And right. no, uh, it was like no, not at all. Dude, that shit is so didn't, tough. Did, I, I like it. 
I don't know if you guys have gone out with women where you're like, I don't respect your family, or I don't respect certain key people in your family. I've Has liked, that ever been I've a liked the families of almost everyone. I've, I've, I've liked I really have. You, you know, I, like I've got always along, loved... But there was like something I didn't like, something fucking fishy. I don't no. think you're ever going to find that. I mean, you are going to find that with every family. Yeah. There's always yeah. going to be one or two people that you're like, I'm not fucking I've been pretty, pretty lucky enough. as far as families. And it's as far as like, like rolling everybody. the dice for Basically, me. Basically, like they've been cool to me. And yeah. I know how to be beloved by families. Like, But cool to you is different you than do. do you respect them. Yeah, like I, haven't, want like, them. I haven't like disliked them or found them questionable. Right. For the most part, I've just been like, they've been good people. Well, right. I'm like, oh, cool, yeah. Like I haven't had a problem with any of them, and I and usually and usually it's not a problem. But like this one was like uh, it was like it was like a, okay, well, I hope you guys work it out, whatever you know issues you're going through. But and I and like I w- I'm so good at being like I've got that down to a science, like be- getting parents of my friends to really like me. That was yeah. that like in high school, that was what I was voted for, best person to take home to your parents. <laughs> <laughs> that was well, nice of course you are perfect. It's like yeah. for me, it's like I, I'm the opposite of that. Like my fam- like my whole fam, like my father was like a co- like physically abusive coke dealer. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. He used to fist fight me when I was seven. Yeah. Right. So I'm like the stray dog you bring home. You're like, oh, this little guy looks hungry. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, also, like right? I didn't have I don't have the closest relationship with my family in general. So like. I kind of when I see people that have close families, I'm like, dude, this is fucking Very, sweet. Uh, totally, I'm like, totally do you realize when they yeah, complain? I'm like, do you realize you have it pretty great over here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you guys, guys all actually out. love each other. You guys like, hang out is- all the time. Like you have a close relationship where you're involved with each other. Like my family go, I they don't they don't know a lot about me, dude. I think that cause really, I I'm not. Yeah. Wow. We don't. We, I mean, I love them all very much. They're all g- very good people. I don't have sure. a problem with any of them. Yeah. But we just. I'm a quiet person. I'm kind of like to myself, and so I don't see them or necessarily hang out with them very often. I'm like that too. We're not. We we love each other. We're not very close. We're not emotional with each other. We're just. When I see families that are, I view it like I'm. That's a cult. You have one brother. <laughs> like, you have one brother, and that's one it. One younger right? brother, and we get along. Sure. We hang out sometimes. And good looking guy. Oh yeah, yeah. From what I hear. Yeah, yeah. Good looking family. Um. Yeah. When my parents were younger. They were yeah. If you're into ethnicity, yeah. <laughs> which I am. Okay. Yeah. If you're into spices. <laughs> but yeah, my 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 mom used to be. Um, when she'd pick me up from school. People thought she was like my older sister, and they're like, "Who the fuck is the girl?" I'm like, no kidding. Fucking mom, dude. Was she right. a young mom or just aged well? She was a young. Well, I don't know. Let's see. She was born in fifty four. Okay. So. Fifty six. So that so if Stuart. 56, she'd be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by my calculations, she'd be uh, 58 right now. So yeah. So let's say she's 28. Sh- probably yeah. That's 20. not super young. And then so she was almost so yeah like early 40s when yeah. I was in like say high school. Yeah. yeah, there you go. My mom had me when she was 11. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> really? This guy. I knew a girl when in seventh she got grade. Got pregnant that was at nine. Pregnant. Oh really? really? Oh yeah. Well, 11 is like yeah. fifth her name grade. Was, her name was Misty. And she was well, fucking full on, boom. Eighth grade, there were a couple of girls. Yeah, Ninth yeah, grade, there were like five. Yeah, eighth that's, grade, that's there, was, there, was, there was a couple. I don't even think that when I heard pregnant, like, stuff like that, I go, oh, okay. The that's pregnant possible. girls didn't start showing up till I was about 17. Then, it, like, you know, you had some dropouts. We, I think when I was in high school, like the mid-90s or whatever, I think teen pregnancy was crazy. Because I, I could never not see anything about yeah. our MTV where it's like teen pregnancy. Our town had that perfect storm of, like, 
dr- like kind of dumb druggies uh-huh. and enough religious fervor to where no one was using a condom that just yeah. let Jesus take care of it. It was like perfectly wow. middle class. Yeah. Enough, your parents are at work or something. Yeah. Bored a lot of latchkey kids. I yeah. knew a kid that would go home and fuck his girl at lunch every day. Right. Like you're just asking. And you're, it's a fertile time. Where yeah, was yeah. she that she was... They would, they would both lived, leave? She lived right down the street from the school. So and she like, was old enough to not be in school or something? No, no. They were the same grade. But you so, just get so, off at lunch. Uh, yeah, you could leave campus oh, okay. at lunch. Okay. They would go bone at lunch. Yeah. How hot is that? I knew yeah. a girl that got pregnant, got two abortions, and then Jeez. still didn't learn and got pregnant. First, they were from the same guy. They did not learn. They just kept fucking. <laughs> and wow. then she dated his one of his best friends and then got pregnant again and then decided to finally have, have a kid with a guy. Wow. My last memory of them, too, we were driving in, because I was friends with her brother. I was friends with both of them, but I hung out with her brother more. We're driving in his car, which was like a 69 Buick Skylark, piece of shit car that um, the a family. 69? 1969 wow. Buick It was a sweet car, but it was just yeah, yeah. ripped apart. Not taken care of. Yeah. yeah, to the point where his meth head uncle would, uh, would, would borrow it. Every once in a while, and by borrow, you'd be like, I'm going to go outside and drive somewhere, and then the car wouldn't be there, yeah. <laughs> so it'd just be gone. So his mom would be like, I'll let your uncle, whatever, John, borrow the car. So it was gone for like a month at one point, and he got it impounded, then he got it out of the car, and he's like, all right, there's a new, uh, I got the car back, but there's a new ignition system you got to deal with. I'm like, well, what is it? He's like, we just take the screwdriver. I was <laughs> jokingly going to say yeah, screwdriver. screwdriver. <laughs> so from then on out. Dummy lost the keys. From then on it's out. hilarious that he calls it, there's a new ignition system. Yeah, 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 yeah. real formal about yeah. the language. He's trying to dress it up like I didn't do anything wrong. It's just a new process. Yeah. So he had, and the only screwdriver he had was one of those ones that. The like, long one? The no long, way. Long, I swear to God. So you got to like. Always, so you got to ignite it from the back seat. Yeah. yeah so you, you really could just reach from the back seat. So he'd always have it sticking out of his back pocket. Oh, his and, car key yeah yeah so, and I caught myself one day we were going to the arcade and he gets out of the car I'm like and I didn't see it sticking nine inches out of his pocket I go did you left your keys in the car <laughs> he goes oh shit dude sorry you know, as if anyone would go oh motherfucker left oh, a screwdriver it. key I'm gonna jack the car uh-huh. you know what works too is a skate key one of those old skate keys you, it works good for the oh the right okay yeah key. oh really yeah. yeah. all those old cars you just have to turn the ignition you right. need a key yeah. per se. But the thing, even the ignition, the way that you'd slip the key was ripped out, so you had to put it in. Ugh, it was ridiculous. But the point is that like, the last memory I have of hanging out with them was we were driving somewhere, and this was even a couple years after that ignition thing. The car was beat up, uh-huh. and it was leaking fumes. And they were in the front, and I was in the back, and her baby was in next to me and was maybe like, a year old or something like that and fumes in the car that were making me uncomfortable. Yeah. They're smoking cigarettes up front. The oh, baby's wow. crying loudly and you just hear the girl turn around and go, what? Shut up. What do you want? Just shut up. Gesturing oh. with a cigarette in her God. mouth pointing at the kid. It's just ashes on the baby's And I'm cheek. like, maybe none of us can breathe in the car is what's wrong. She's like, whatever. We're going to get there. Any, We're going to get there wherever we were going. Wow. And that was one of the last times I hung out with them. Dear God. Justifiably so. Yeah. yeah. Dear God. Yeah. But that's why 12-year-old and pregnant is not even like a, Ugh, a fucking surprise, That kid's probably a, child, a like really famous child actor right now. All oh, right. I hope so. I don't even think they live in L.A. anymore. Mm. Oh, no, I think no. It's been they're about straight up Phoenix years. vibe. Yeah. Or worse. 
Sacramento, Fresno, Fresno, yeah, Stockton, Stockton. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Tulare, San Bernardino, yeah. the Lodi, <laughs> yeah, the Lodi. yeah, Fon- anywhere in that area, anywhere Fontana, or as they call it, Fontucky. <laughs> is that what they call it? Yeah, that makes cops sense. call it Fontucky. That's funny. Anywhere where you can get like a deal on skydiving. Is- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In, yeah. Anywhere where there's three or more paintball courses. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. We go to get three. hardwood flooring. We used to do that shit, dude. We would like there. There was like two paintball fields off the same freeway we lived on like by 15 minutes and paintballing became huge or a bmx track yeah we used to fucking yeah. build those open things. space open space we built like uh because we had we had our bikes and no cars no money no nothing mm-hmm. and we were like we're gonna fucking build jumps out of dirt and yeah. we yeah. built the one on an empty gas station parking lot indian burial they just had, they had these <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, be great. different type of indian yeah. uh, the best ramps are headstones so we would just knock the headstones <laughs> over you looked so serious i was I like i couldn't get it out with a i pictured face. a tipped over headstone i was like he's not wrong you could yeah, fully yeah. rip a headstone yeah, i bet if I it bet. got it's pushed concrete, over it's not gonna break yeah. someone yeah. had a great i wish i remember who tweeted this but someone had a great joke it's like are, isn't all of america an indian burial ground if you think about true. it True. Yeah, that yeah, is true. Yeah, 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 I mean, let's be realistic. Yeah. When I was in college, I made I had all these like funny fucking dumb business cards that I had made because it was one of those things you get like it was so stupid. It's like you get like fifty business cards for like five bucks at this yeah. like print place right across yeah. from where I lived above a bar. Imagine that. Right. And uh, did you? I know you find that hard to believe. I lived above a bar that had quarter uh, uh, pitchers on Thursday nights. <laughs> quarter pitchers? Quarter what pitchers. What kind of beer? Just, well, who gives a fuck? You're 21. Who cares? <laughs> You're right. Cold, it wet. Literally, it literally the wet kind. The wet kind. Yeah. <laughs> the liquid it had, kind. It was unnamed. They're like, it's beer. Shut up. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's one time, one time they, and they, it was like this like intersection where it's all the like four main bars like uh, of the university, like in a little strip or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they would just do like, you know, dollar pitchers, quarter pitchers, Penny drafts, you know, they would do stuff like that. Penny drafts. And then the, the, oh one, the one I lived above, they had this thing that was we like. We call it the widow And maker. you could only get 48 at a time because that's all they can get on a tray. <laughs> that was so, the limiting factor. So you would give them a dollar, so you'd tip them 50 cents, and your whole table would just be covered in drafts, and you guys would just pow, pam, pam, pow. Oh my God. But the, what I'm getting at is, before I even get to the business card story, is they had. You bring it, we'll fill it for a dollar. <laughs> bring your fa- bring your favorite beer stein or whatever. Guess who shows up with a crock pot? <laughs> Dude, I had this giant crock pot. Yeah. I show up with a giant crock pot and the newspaper ad, and they're like, come on, T. Sir, you can't bring an oil drum. I know. Sir, you can't slow cook your beer. Everyone's got their regular. I'm like, dude, and they're like, I'll tell you what, man. We'll fill it up one time halfway. So, dude, I had like this much, you know, and I'm just sitting in the bar drinking out of a crock <laughs> Even if pot. they didn't fill it, you're a legend. Motherfucking team. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch comes up with a crock pot. Yep. He's the best. He's the fucking best. I wanted to come in with like one of those little kitty swimming pools. Inflate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it. The whole legend. Thing. But legend nonetheless, across moment. the thing, across the, so the bar was here and across there, they had these like one of those print, you know, shitty print shops. This is like 90s too. Um, so it was like, you know, 50 business cards for whatever. Yeah. So I got... Another just total pain in the ass again because it was like a loophole. I got 50 totally different ones, one of each kind. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And my favorite one just had my name and it said Indian Giver. And I would give people my card and they'd be like, when they, when they would read it, I'm like, I need that back. And I would take it from <laughs> Who is it? One of the guys wonder- from ZZ Top, Gibbons. 
he had a business card that just it said his name. Yeah. Something Gibbons, I forget his name. And you know, he's fucking guitar player from ZZ Top. And one of the more famous things about him is he was Jimi Hendrix's Jimi Hendrix's favorite guitar player. It's like who's your favorite guitar wow. player? And it was the guy from ZZ Top. Wow, what a compliment. And but his guitar his business card said his name, it just said friend of Eric Clapton. That's pretty badass. <laughs> this is my funny. favorite my favorite card. Whenever you're talking to anybody, you just do this. <laughs> that's great stop talking it's, it's just a yeah. white card that says stop, stop talking stop talking <laughs> Bobby good. Lee gave it to me and I'm like well I'm keeping this one I imagine yeah. I'm sure that, comes that he in did any of the comedy store it's a re- lot it's, it's a really funny one I want to get more of them made because sometimes it does offend people and yeah that's good it's and good you, though and you get it on that like American Psycho like bone color like right, you get yeah, the indent. Yeah. that's one of my uh-huh. favorite parts of that movie when he's just freaking out about the business card oh yeah mm-hmm. he's just like yeah, the fun's he's bad. great in everything that guy is great. I yeah. saw him in something the other day that I'd never. I, it was like a Bale, movie that I'd never great. seen, and you know, it's one of those things. He's such a good actor that I'm like, oh, Christian Bale's in this. I'm gonna watch this for a little yeah. bit. And bro, he fucking. It's like a POW movie. Oh uh, mm-hmm. shoot, what is that? And oh, it's like uh, they all es- try to escape. They're like in there for a couple years. It's Fuck. not. It's I not, know which one it's you're not, talking it's about. Two words. It's not the Machinist. No, no, no. Machinist no, it's is like great black too. Black something. Yeah, or it's like I'll keep wanting to say Black Hawk Down, but it's not something that. like that though. But yeah, it has man, a name like that. man, is he good in it? Yeah, yeah. Christian he's, Bale is always good. Always, yeah, he's like the next Daniel Day Lewis. You could definitely see that. I could see yeah. that. You could really see that. Yeah. I was talking to somebody about McConaughey winning the Academy Award versus Leonardo DiCaprio, and there's like all these memes and gifs of Leonardo looking. He almost cried. Like you could, his eyes got glassy when he lost. It was like. He wanted this one. He thought he, he had it. He cares anymore? Yeah. Well, I dude, at his level, that's, that's all like, that's left. I don't care at all, but it's just like, well, okay, in another his one life, At his level, that's all that's left. Yep. He's done it. He's mm-hmm. famous on a world level. He's yep. one of the most famous movie stars of all time, but he's never won an Academy Award. It's what's left. Yep. So I think he does fucking care. Those movies he's in are hard to make. They take a long time. You have to invest yourself. But yeah. you watch McConaughey, and you're like, he's weirder. He's... It, McConaughey's performance makes him look like more of an artist, and that's going to beat DiCaprio. They also argued that it's like, well, when you do a weight loss movie, yeah, you look more in a really heavy topic. You're it's gonna more get the award. You look like you tried harder. Where it's like, and I think there's a thing to DiCaprio, and I see this with Denzel Washington too. They always play alpha males, the winner. Yes, when there's something to that, where it's like, play the loser. Well, there's, there's people that, that you know in that industry, and especially not even like the industry side of it, but the you know, regular mainstream America side of it, there is that thing of like, well, he won because he looked vulnerable because he could always be the cool pussy getting badass sexy guy with his shirt off and he chose to give himself AIDS. It's like when What's Her Name was in Monster. Yeah. They're like, she's a hot chick and she made herself look ugly so she deserves... There's a bias against DiCaprio and Clooney because of how good looking they are and Brad Pitt. Whereas like the Academy Awards, oh, fuck these guys. Yeah. Oh, they They got everything. everything. Where it's like, I think they're all Academy Award level actors for sure. Absolutely. They've they've all had performances where if you took it, if you put the performance in a different year, it's all what it was up against. Right, yeah. But like DiCaprio's an Academy Award level actor. But I think there's a bias against his Aviator killed it. He's great in that fucking movie. Gatsby killed it. He didn't win win for What's Eating Gilbert great because people thought he was really retarded. Yeah. Like literally the Academy Awards didn't know a lot about him. They were like, oh, it's a big deal. You got a retarded person to play retarded. Right. Like Basketball Diaries, he's fucking great. Dude is a tremendous actor, but I think there is a bias against him for his looks. and And that is... Showcased to such a level when McConaughey loses forty five pounds and looks like complete garbage. Yeah, you're like, well, uh, and you got Christian Bale doing the same shit. Every, that's the thing. That's like the new bar. It's like, oh, you want an Academy Award? Shrink your heart. 
Like it's hard. It's such a shitty thing. It's so bad. Yeah, it's for a while it was like you had to do an an impression. Like you, you know, like like like, Ray. Ray. Yeah, Ray, and then Capote. It was like no, you got to become someone else. And now it's like, well, did you lose fifty pounds? Yeah, it's still along those lines. Like you got to become something else. Yeah, you got to you got to physically. And there are like no fun scenes in in the in 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 Dallas Buyers Club. It's like where it's like like a few kind of funny ones, but but it was a heavy as fuck movie. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like Wolf of Wall Street's about like excess and you know that it's like yeah, well, yeah, you're yeah. a bunch of you're, we're supposed to sympathize with a bunch of cool yeah, guys having cool yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One you're kind of just like, man, these guys are jerks, and then the other one you're like, I'm really rooting for this guy. Well, too. in the other one you're like, you know, he's rich now. It's like you know he got rich again. If you can get rich in Wall Street once, you can do it again. Right. Yeah. You just need yeah. some money to get back in. He ended up doing yeah motivational speaking tours or whatever. <laughs> and now like, yeah, like, he made more money. But Jillionaire. <laughs> yeah, you don't leave going like, wow, I was really touched by that. You just go like, what a fucking crazy story. Yeah. Yeah. You don't not. Get it was exciting. Yeah. I felt exactly. what's going to come movie. after the weight, like losing weight and dying during filming. That'd be great. Yeah. Like he yeah. was clinically dead for three minutes. Yeah, what's a lot a, of posthumous Oscars. The machinist out. Christian yeah. Bale's like that. Almost killed. He's like, I, never again am I going to go that. Like he's well, like, it I, almost killed me. Matt Damon yeah. lost it after talented Mr. Ripley. His doctor was like, you can't do that again. He's like, why? He's like, it shrinks your heart. Like it literally. It's it's it, it is dangerous to your health. He's like, you literally aren't allowed to do that again. Like it's it's really really bad for you. Mark Wahlberg's doing that now, I think. Correct. Yeah, for what? Do you know? I'm not sure. I saw him interviewed about it, and he was talking about it. he's trying. He has to lose like I think 55 pounds. Jeez, man. And it's he's so got. Like, he's not he a tall like, guy. He's got. Well, he's got to be 180s. When that means you really he's going to get down to my size. Yeah, like, I think he's going to yeah, get down to like 140 or something like that. It or, shouldn't be worthy of like an Academy Award. It shouldn't put you in more favor just because you were able to lose a bunch of weight. It does a lot of the work for you on screen because you just look sick. Because behind it all, too, it's just like, wow, we're really impressed that you're not showcasing your best looks all the time, especially in this film. I just film. think it's, it speaks to a level of investment. I'll one up it. I'll, if there's like a, yeah, any role of like, can do that. If there's like any role of somebody who's like famous for having one arm, and like when when I audition for it, I'm like, you can cut my right arm off for, for this. Real, cut right, it off. right, right, right. You know what I mean? Now out. who's an actor? Yeah, might not know now my lines. Might look like shit on camera, but you right. can cut my fucking right arm. I got off. asked once if I'd get a real tattoo for something. They were like, "There's a part where you get a tattoo. We thought it'd be so great. You have tattoos if you'd get a tattoo." I was like, "Go fuck yourself. Times a million. Did you even what ask was what was the it was? tattoo? I yeah. don't. I didn't even get to that. I was like, because it was this was like an indie film that was, it, it like, was like I was gonna make like six hundred bucks a week. I yeah. once got asked it's if like, I would shave my eyebrows, and I'm like, no, no. I mean, we can talk about that when it comes up. I For, guess, like but how much? Like a lot? Probably no. Probably no. Yeah, shaving you your get, head is one thing. Shaving get, a beard. Eyebrows, they literally will change the way you yeah. look for... I don't even know how long it fucking it takes fucks to my whole, It fucks my stand-up up. Like, yeah. if I'm shaving my head, fine. I can wear a hat. I can wear a beanie sure. when I'm gigging. Yeah. And a lot of people do that. Yes. They shave their head. But the yeah. no-eyebrow guy... Yeah, now I can't do stand-up yeah. I can't leave the house. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I gotta bear, wear big glasses. Like you get, you look well, you weird like, as shit. Color them on. I don't yeah, know yeah, what the yeah. fuck. What kind of life? And am now all of a sudden, Brody Stevens. Right, right, right. I lasered them off. <laughs> but whenever I hear the story of like they lost a bunch of weight or like Charlize Theron, she looked ugly. It's like, okay. A lot, a lot of people, of people did. that are ugly. That's the all thing. A lot the of a lot of people day. clown that like you're like, oh, you made yourself ugly for six months of your life. Like you know there was a unfor- like what would be considered an aesthetically not appealing looking actress. But she put on a lot of weight and that's you know, for a woman to do that, an actress yeah, and at her age, where it's hard to take it off. Now I'm sure she has dietitians and trainers yeah. for, and blah 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 them, blah blah. It's, not. it's just try- people think actors are lazy. So proof that you tried is kind of rare. 
People think actors are a bunch of lazy, beautiful people that walk on set and they're like, what's my line? So you're like, motherfucker lost 40 pounds. I can't lose 40 pounds. I mean, I think they, it's lazy as much as they're like privileged and live yeah. cushy lives. So yeah. it's like, oh, why Why should I feel There's no like so fun trick you. way to lose 40 pounds. Like it sucks. Like they, they someone asked like uh, Matt Damon about losing the weight for Mr. B. He's like, what'd you eat? He's like lettuce and vitamins. That's awful. That's a shitty lifestyle. Yeah. That's not enjoyable. Yeah, for like two months, though. For a long time. There's a there's an entire continent where that's life every day. Yeah. yeah. I don't that, think it's... I think what needs to happen is we're not that... Ta- we're talking about some privileged fucking Academy voters. I don't think there's a business. Right. In that same Wahlberg interview where he was talking about losing that weight for... I don't, I don't know what I saw him on, but he was talking about losing all this weight. And he said the most difficult thing is like with his kids and they're just like eating whatever. He's like, I get resentful yeah. looking at my kid eat a piece of pizza. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I have oh, to actually leave the room. God. I have to leave the room because I'm like Poor this fucking guy. this guy. So he has to go into like his like uh, I don't know like f- fifth or sixth level of his house. I think <laughs> and I, his, I know right. Yeah, just sit in the helicopter. So I sit up by my pool. And yeah. I gotta, like, really I gotta go sit in my helicopter and think. I think the more people are realizing that like the the world and life and meaning of an actor is not that important, the more they have to try and prove that it is. Yeah, I feel. I wonder. I I often wonder like they're how not important. Special. I don't have a lot of sentiment. And I don't have a lot of like you know, I don't know. I, I with acting, it seems like yeah, it's it's you're playing pretend. It's like yeah. A, it's I a really see. I dis, I have a different. I have a pretty real connection to acting and like actors and the craft of it. I really do because okay. like I feel like a part of that thing. That's been how I've made my living. I was gonna okay. say you mean because we're in your nice house that <laughs> acting <laughs> paid yeah, for. Paid but like <laughs> I feel like when I especially when I'm working and I'm with like older actors. I like recent last couple of years. I was like, oh, we're show people. This is our life. This mm-hmm. is our career. And I do feel like when you... See, not so much with super famous people, but it's with people that have done it a long time. But okay. I'm not taking away from the fact that it's a job and yeah. a legitimate one. And if you do a good job, sure, make money and get all the accolades. But I don't think you're any more special than a doctor. I think you're less special than a doctor. Yeah. I mean... Being but, a doctor. But doctors treat, are also... show people like... You know, like like they get better treatment in a restaurant, or they get free this. Doctors free though that. are treated pretty fucking great, and that and the, like y- your family, if you come in contact with a doctor and can marry him, your parents are like, "What are you doing, not marrying a doctor?" Like you're just supposed to marry. If them. you just say, if you're a doctor and you just saved a child's life, and then you went to go eat at a fancy sushi restaurant in Beverly Hills, yeah, and you didn't make a reservation, and you wanted to go to dinner at that restaurant, you're like, "Well, let's see what happens," and then Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie walk in. They're probably going to get the table. I will because the one thing famous. I will say is, to a certain degree, I, like a friend of mine is a high-end real estate agent. Okay, and like I've gone and eat with them places, and actually at a lot of those places, the people that really get the table are just the richest people, and a lot of those people are doctors and business people. It's like, oh no, 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 no. Right. The people that can really get what they want in those places are like the people whose name you don't know, but they are fucking. Well, they probably go there a fair amount. They go I'm there way sight more. Unseen. Doctor that, that and Brad Pitt and Angela Jolie get the table. And doctor, that, but I just saved like a nine year old's life. Yeah, today. there's a lot of wealthy go, areas. We understand that, but if you could just put yeah. your name on the wait list, sure. There's a lot of wealthy places and wealthy things that like don't want actors there because it a blows it up. All of right. a sudden, they know where it is. Like for a long time, country clubs had like no actor rules. Right, they just didn't want those. They kind don't of want people. that publicity. Yeah, because it's like the thing is like if I have a restaurant and I give that table to Brad Pitt. And everybody in the restaurant goes and tells everybody that Brad Pitt was at that restaurant. It's yeah. a fucking free commercial with Brad Pitt. Sure. Versus like, hey, who's at, look who's at that table. That guy, lo- that guy looks like he yeah. saved a nine-year-old's life with the Heimlich but, maneuver. But also, if it's a restaurant that's stacked with rich people sure. already, 
the Brad Pitt Angelina makes it trendy. Then it's not as cool anymore. Then some of the rich people are like, well, it's not as cool anymore. Hey, then you're going to lose them. Scene, Where if yeah. it's a hidden spot that like is always packed out mm. in a weird way, you almost want to protect it more and not make it cool and keep it hit. You're almost like, yep. it's a longevity thing. Yep. I feel like in a decade or so, actors are, are, won't be treated as special as they are now or were well, 10 in years England, ago. In England, they're actually treated, it's considered a trade. It's, yeah. The fame thing is different there, like where it's mechanic. like, yeah, yeah, it's just you, you, because you, everyone goes to theater school and it's considered a trade. You're like a working class actor. Yeah, and it's not, it's not on the same level. It's treated differently. Yeah, that's how it should be treated. But he, it's all money based. I mean, they're treated in proportion to how much money they generate. But they shouldn't be paid as much as they're getting. Well, it's a metric based on how much money they can get. I mean, you yeah. don't. The, it's it's Tom Hanks can get you a hundred million dollars, so you pay him twenty. Right. It's like they don't. Those numbers aren't arbitrary. They make mistakes, but it's someone's job to figure out how much each actor is worth. They have all those charts, like Will Ferrell's worth thirty bucks per. T- like he's worth yeah. like more than than these people. It's all worked out. They only pay him what they're technically worth. It's just like athletes. They figure out like Kobe's injured, and they could get rid of him because he's old. Like oh, he's not going to get much better. But like so many people show up to the games just to see Kobe, whether sure. he's winning or not. That sure. they are paid in relation to what they generate. Yeah, people are like, man, you know, you know, like yeah, Kobe Bryant shouldn't make that you, much money. I'm like, there's I'm somebody that has you, more money that is writing him that check. If yeah. you get that to the money point, comes from if you get to the point where you care, you value them less or value them accordingly, you'll you'll probably pay less to see things like that. After a while, those people do. You know, come, so if you're, out of if favor, you're willing yeah. to be like, well, I'm not going to shell out all this money for this guy that did this thing. Yeah. You'll pay less. Then their worth will be less. Oh, no. It always changes. Yeah. It always goes down. But when someone like Tom Hanks gets 20 Because million. think about like with music. Like there was a while where we were paying 21 plus dollars for CDs. Like everybody was. Yeah. And then the record industry collapsed and people weren't buying albums. But the record industry was like, this is an outrage. You're like, well, no, it's not. Yeah. Because... That's not worth that much anyway. Sure. Yeah. It should be more than free, of course. I was at the Kings of Leon show, and I was talking to my friend who works with them, and I was like, how's the record doing? He goes, it's doing okay. I go, how many? They sold these, like, four or 500,000. I was like, that's not okay. He's like, oh, now it is. I go, well, what did yeah. Beyonce sell? He's like, she sold, like, a million six, which right. that's, t- to me, it's like, that seems tiny. He goes, he goes, oh, now, in this day and age, a million six is big as fuck. Yeah, it's huge. Huge. Yeah. Whereas, and you're like, wait, the, but at the same, like the Kings of Leon sold 400,000 records, but they just sold out a 12,000 seat stadium. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like they, and they sell out every, they are a stadium tour. They're good live too. They oh are. dude, they they're were fucking great. Live. great. Yeah. Sure, it was great. Sweet lasers, like the whole thing. Was, mm-hmm. They I saw killed. You put that up on. But it's like when you ask yourself now, like it's it's not like oh these poor musicians, it's unfair. You're like you're still making good money, better yeah, than it's most. It's just different. Like why should a musician or an actor be a multi, 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 multi millionaire. Yeah, Bono said that once. He's like, "I'm overpaid," and a lot yeah, of them are. It's just way overpaid. It's it's a gener- It's how much they generate, and it is disproportionate. But yeah, it is figured out. It's not completely arbitrary. Yeah. And I mean, you see people. It's it's the reason you know the studios will make a comedy with the same six people in it. It's yeah. like you need you need Farrell and you need the five guys that are always around him. Otherwise, we're not gonna. This budget's gonna be yeah. tiny. I mean, you need Tropic Thunder. It's fig- yeah, it's figured out where you're like, well, they're gonna bring in this much money and these productions cost this much to make. Yeah, but then look inside of those reasons. Like, should the production cost that much? No, it shouldn't. You know but what I mean? Just, it does. Like a if lot it's of that's treated like a lot of the reason that those those budgets are as high is to generate is to justify people's jobs. Right. You know, it just is. And movies are a slow process. Lighting. It's really, you know what? My movies cost a lot? Fucking light. Lighting and marketing. Yeah. They spend so much money marketing these movies that like a lot of it's close. It gets around close to the budget. 
I just feel like they spend more because they can, and then things cost more money, and then they have to pay. Also, what the they spend and what money. they cost is only what they tell us what they spend and what they cost. Right, right. All those numbers are fudged like fucking crazy. Yeah, of course. And what the film makes is also a real gray area. Yeah. It's, it was explained to me uh, that, like, a friend of mine wrote uh, Home Alone, and mm. it's like every, you know, Christmas, he gets a bunch of Home Alone checks. Right. So, like, but what they do is the way they fuck you is they say, well, we sold Home Alone to Japanese television. Instead of giving him his percentage of what they got for Home Alone, they're like, well, we sold Home Alone in 48 other pieces of shit that no one cares about, so you get a 50th of oh. what, that's the, what they do. We mm. sold all these other Fox properties. So they, that's how they hose you. Right, right. They, they wow. figure out a way to really fuck your money up. Because like, oh, we, did, we didn't sell, we sold a bundle. We sold a bundle of Fox properties, and so mm. you get one, if it was $3 million, you get a 50th of your cut of $3 million versus ha- half. Yeah. And that's the thing, the, the money thing, you, I mean, Peter Jackson sued whatever studio made Lord of the Rings because he was like, you owe me like $400 million. <laughs> right. Like he was like, this is bull. I know how much my movie costs. I know how much you spent on this. I know that like, he was like, you owe me like, it was like a hundred million dollars. Wow. Cause they just lie. Cause it's a ton, shit ton of money. Yeah. So who knows what they're actually making versus what they're getting paid. It's like anything, whatever Tom Hanks gets paid by a studio, he's probably worth more than that. That's just what they decided they were willing to give him. So in the, that's what's crazy is he's probably yeah. worth box office wise another ten million dollars. Him and Sandra Bullock, like the last two people that can, him, Sandra Bullock, Will Smith, last few people that can really open a fucking movie. There's not a lot of big ass movie stars that like every like you'll just go see it like you said with Christian Bale. Yep. Like, I'll go see a movie with them in it. It's like Tom Hanks, Sandra Bullock, Will Smith. I guess Brad Pitt. Johnny Depp had a bomb last year. Yeah. Johnny Depp's not where he used to be. He's got another one coming too. It's like they want him as a pirate. Like, dude, be a pirate. We don't fucking, we want you weird. Yeah. You know, even Tim Burton had a bomb last year. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, there's, it's, so the people that get paid a lot, it's like, there's kind of a reason. And Hollywood hates giving money to Clooney. Anyone. Clooney, but a lot of that is but like I mean, he does his reason, own thing. The reasons yeah. are literally created by those people that are making those movies. Well, they're created by both sides. You have the agents and the executives. So you have the agents saying he's worth this much, and you fucking know it. And the I'm executive- saying, all of it's created by Hollywood. All that industry. Yeah, but Hollywood is in two sides: the, the side ha- with the money, and the side trying to get the money. And right. they're, they could not be angrier at each other. But the all point, they do the is, point is they're all putting out a product telling you that it's worth this much and this person is worth that much. Oh, yeah. And they're to be treated I remember when, when something had to become a blockbuster after it hit theaters, whereas now they're marketed as blockbusters. Like it used to be like a, a movie was a hit and then it became a blockbuster hit. Now it's like, come see the next blockbuster before it's out. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like, oh, it, it's just fake. It's like every hit hit show. Yeah. Like, if you really think about why there are even televised award shows, why are there televised ad award money. shows? Because the Academy Awards, like, 300 million people watch it. It's a huge ad revenue thing. It yeah, co- but- it's close to as much money as the Super Bowl for, uh, for an ad. And it's That's also, like, reason. everything that gets nominated, you know, like, say, like, the for the Oscars, everything that gets nominated... Goes if it's not still in the theaters, it goes back it goes into the back. theaters yeah. because everybody wants to see what's nominated, and it's right. uh, it, and it's something that everyone wants to rent and watch. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it works DVD sales. Yeah, or what's whatever the equivalent is now. People don't necessarily buy physical DVDs. Yeah, or downloads. But yeah, that's just money shit. That's why the, I mean a lot of people don't have a real problem with the, what the Academy Awards has turned into because it's about like uh, lobbying. They're like, oh, if you're in a Weinstein movie, Harvey Weinstein has mastered the art of lobbying for Academy Awards. So that it's like, there's a lot more of that. It's a lot of press and a lot of like... I'd love to see that guy's house. Oh, house? You oh, mean yeah. homes? Yeah, yeah. The, his the, multiple homes. I mean, his the documentary flagship about him Hollywood house. The HBO documentary about him is 
remarkable. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know there was one. Oh, Me yeah. neither. Because he uh, shut it down. You know who can't watch it? This guy and his lack of an HBO <laughs> yeah. Go account. Yeah, guys, I found another loophole. I guess we're not going to fucking Stewie and Brenda's to watch this tonight. <laughs> Talk about our feelings. Maybe you weren't such a snarky little dick. We'd all have a fucking <laughs> Weinstein I, party. I, I, I zinged him, and, and then I took a down. I felt bad about that. But. <laughs> you know, it, it feels nice to zing nonetheless. <laughs> What's the, how's that documentary? It's great. I mean, it's you get to see... Because you, you get you 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 hear testimony after testimony about how powerful the man is. Yeah, he really is. And like when he ran Elvis's tour, he just he went up to El or he he called Elvis's uh, touring manager. I'm forgetting his name because he has such he has like Colonel something. The Colonel. Yeah, the Colonel. The Colonel. Yeah, the Colonel. Yeah. I thought there was something else to it, but he's, he's like, I want to manage your tour. I want to manage Elvis's tour. And it's like. Well, we have some certain we have some standards that we need to adhere to. We, we can only work in like sell, we we want to sell out every show, and like he, there was a show in I think Florida that he was it was like an early show. They were not going to sell it out because like the promotion didn't go exactly how they wanted it to, and so there was going to be like two thousand seats that were not going to be filled. Mm-hmm. And so Weinstein gets the crew. And they remove two thousand chairs from oh, the stadium. Yeah, I've heard that too. And they cover them in a fucking tarp, and it's like sold out. And he, so he technically sold it out. He was in the Israeli military. Wait, that was I've heard. I thought that story was attributed to someone else. They attributed it to him in the documentary. I mean, I, I maybe I watched that I, documentary and forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not on the research team. I, I think thought he, that was like. Did a you Bill watch it with Stuart's ex? And what? Did you watch it with Stuart's ex at her parents' house? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a story about him that he was he was on Stern and he was saying that um, uh, what's the uh, Goodwill Hunting? Uh huh. And those two, that movie got right. passed by everybody. Oh yeah, we were talking about this. Yeah, uh, my buddy was saying that. that. Yeah. But uh, so it got passed on by just like everybody passed on it, and then it came to Weinstein and he read the script, had a meeting with those two and you know all his pe- all of their people and and um he's like I love the script but like why on page 60 do, does like the two ma- main characters rape each other or something like it yeah, makes, it's like a murder or something it crazy it makes no sense so i think it was a sex scene yeah. just on one page and they go oh we just threw that in there to see if you actually read it 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 doesn't mean <laughs> anything and he goes you're the first person including fox and everybody that turned us down you're the first person to actually caught that yeah, yeah. So and he goes i made that movie specifically because of that because everybody else passed on it and didn't even really read it yeah uh i'm gonna interrupt real quick and call myself on my uh fact that i messed up i, I was talking about jerry weintraub and not harvey weinstein you piece of shit okay yeah. i watched yeah. that documentary yeah, yeah that's why i know that yeah, story i'm yeah, like okay. seems like yeah, another gonna, guy for those of you out there uh and yeah, are researching the, that right now um, and they're like you fucking asshole well, uh, yeah he I, was in, it's jerry weintraub he was like say weinstein wouldn't let a documentary about him be made all those people would be dead he was, right that's now. why i was so into he was I'm like, like a wow, super agent back unless he made it himself Weintraub was just like one of the biggest producers ever yeah yeah my friend watched it said it was amazing yeah it was good well, it's one of those things like the, the age of that producer is long gone. Yeah. I mean, I've been reading uh, The Kid Stays in the Picture. Yeah. And it's just like there's there's no way this could ever happen. And it's like this whole Robert Evans Paramount world. Like it's, it's not a it, – it doesn't seem like it's a thing They anymore. took the power yeah. from they, – they realized these guys were too powerful. So they just took – they were like, we, we're taking the power from you. No well, more final cut. Like there's like three directors in the world that have final cut now. Well, I'm at, I'm at that point in the book where they're taking, <laughs> they're taking yeah. the power from him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. At Gulf and Western. It's just it's just slowly They didn't like they got tired of giving artists the power where you can see it in the products they put out. It's all blocked. Like the movie the studios don't want to make anything that's not a tent pole now. They're just like, why? We don't give a fuck. Like we want, we're in the business of profit margins. So your little art film, right. we can yeah, they're give afraid. A shit. They're like, they're not making money. Like I don't even think it's to. a fear. They just don't care. They're like, why? I don't care about your fucking thing. Like if it yeah. is like, is it going to win an well, Academy Award? Well, there is a fear in that they're not going to take the risk. Yeah, but like if they're going to spend any kind of money, like no, we're going to like make this movie out. could end global warming. They're like, yeah, but we're losing twenty million dollars yeah, doing it. We can't play this in nine thousand yeah. theaters all over. But, America. but, but yeah. you're like, but it's planet Earth. The and oil like, industry yeah, runs the Hollywood now. Million dollars. Right, yeah. Right, right. yeah, yeah. Ask ask like an online startup to fund your cool movie. Like, don't ask a studio. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's not their business anymore. Yeah, yeah, they won't care at all. Yeah. The reason we had this bonus app is what, Nick? <gasps> that we're all doing uh, Jason Tebow's show. Jason, tell us about it. Uh, we, you guys are? <laughs> That'd be great. Or have you booked I mean, for next month? I thought it was just bonus app. I have an email that uh, says No, I okay, know. yeah, we don't need to cross over. So, yeah, this Saturday uh, at the Ice House, uh, 3 for 30, and uh, I try to put uh, funny comics together, and everybody does 30 minutes each. And um, and have a good host and um, yeah, it's been fun, man. It's been fun. You know, uh, they asked me to do the show and I'm like, I don't want to do a show every week. I don't want to have to worry about booking that. Right. And like, if, I, if you know, so like, well, just what kind of show would you want to do? And uh, and it's been a lot of fun, man. Let's because be honest, you said scat show, and they were like, we can't have that. That is true. That yeah. is true. Uh, like, actually, the first one was down on that. Yeah, the like, first I one. I want to make a Scheiser film, and they were like, right. Jason. It was me, me, Mervis, and uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. Jesus, a hungover Mervis. Hey, team. Yeah. <laughs> Roll of cellophane. Um. So yeah, man, it's been fun because it's you know it's to me it's like an ideal show. You know, yeah. a lot of times, especially in L.A. or New York or the bigger cities where you go to these shows, it's like. 14 comics yeah you know and it's like man i like the first three i don't remember the next eight then the fifth guy you know it's like right. 14 is uh, actually a pretty low number it pro- for a lot <laughs> yeah. of shows for a lot of shows especially an alternative show they have 95 comics right yeah of course yeah it's like, is this a squadron or is this a show <laughs> i know exactly um or if you go to a regular show like on the road you know where it's three people it's that kind of format where it's like a you know an, a host an opener a, mid- a feature and then a headliner you know, you might really like the the you know the feature, and you're like, I wish he would have done a little more time. And the headliner did a little too much time, and I'd like to see more of that guy. So it's, you know, this is more like a vendetta against headliners. It's a vendetta against headliners, <laughs> but it is putting like three people that can headline together. Yep. Each one does thirty minutes, um, and it's the length of a movie. It's cheaper than a movie. You can drink. Right. Um, a lot of rapes in the parking lot afterwards. Right. <laughs> that is not true at all. <laughs> I mean, maybe. There are no, this is a no sexual assault show. Okay. All right. Read my writer. I was saying, wrong. you're not going to get raped. Pasadena, I heard, Stop is becoming rape. a tougher neighborhood. You, you could do some you gotta raping. You got yes. <laughs> raping isn't saying rape. Right. This is not what I want from life. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this Saturday night, which is what, the 29th mm-hmm. at yes. the Ice House in Pasadena. What time? Uh, it's 10 bucks, 10 p.m. Okay. And. Uh, yeah, man, the three of you know it's the three of us. Stuart's gonna host, and uh, bands back in town. <laughs> yeah. Are we ever a band? <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, I think I the whole show band. is a Wrangler jeans commercial. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, we're all is. gonna we're all gonna douse the stage in mud, and we're just gonna roll Let's around and play. Let's just lie fl- about like that we used to like we'd known each other for thirty years and went to college together. This yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right, then right, we do right. the, the end of the show with the last twenty is just us on stage together like the blue collar comedy tour. We're just <laughs> drinking around, out of a crock pot. Yeah. 
I tell him that one This guy, this guy, don't let him near your lady, especially if there's yeah. a mud pit. Let him get into it. Like, I don't even. That's not a real story. <laughs> and then they look at me. I was like, Hey, you don't. You guys have known each other for thirty years. You're, you don't look like you've hit thirty yet. I know. It's like, Nah, yeah. I, I knew him. They're onto us. And we just. Yeah. I knew him when I was in the womb, guys. We were an Altamont. Bartender's like, What'll it be, fellas? Uh, one crock pot and four straws, please. <laughs> uh, Stuart, thanks for being on the show. Thank this you for your having first me. Time. I had a great time. Uh, where can we? This this comes out Thursday. Thursday. This Thursday. Okay. Obviously. Uh, where can we find you? Going to be anywhere doing anything? You, uh, you can find me uh, this uh, it, when tonight when this comes out Thursday night. I'm going to be at Echoes Under Sunset doing a show. Uh, I'll, I'm at the Comedy Store every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I host uh, Potluck once a month, and I am doing shows throughout the week, working up towards that uh, paid regular status. And I'm going to be in. I, I'm hoping to be in New York uh, in the middle of April if this shooting schedule works out. Okay. So, uh, and then what's your Twitter? At uh, Stuart B. Thompson. S-T-U-A-R-T-B as in boy, Thompson. God, that's like the, the whitest way. Twitter. Fuck, yeah, it really sure is. is what's right? the B stand for? Uh, that's my middle name, Baronson. Bartholomew. <laughs> no, no, what is it? It's, uh, it's Baronson. Baronson, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah, Stuart wow. Baronson Thompson. As yeah. he like said, Baronson. When, as soon as he said Baronson, an ascot popped out of his shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Let's Christ. split up, gang. Is, is he like, growing horns? No, it's a crown. Yeah. <laughs> it just like comes out of your ass. Yeah. A monocle popped out of his retina. It's, uh, yeah, it's yeah, Danish, yeah. and so the crown is appropriate. Yeah. It's where'd you get a polo mallet all of a sudden? There's a horse waiting outside. <laughs> uh, Tebow, what do you got? Uh, Paulo Mallet. Um, <laughs> yeah. At the Teeb on Twitter, always love doing this podcast. It really is one of my favorite ones too. Good, it's good. always a, time goes fast. Um, uh, this Saturday, I'll just plug that. Come, okay. come, uh, come to the Ice House this Saturday night. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. 10 p.m. at the Ice House, three for thirty. Uh, and it's the four of us. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. And back yeah. together. Very excited. Uh, we will post links to the. The show cool. on our Twitter and stuff, and uh, along with your guys' Twitter handles and all, all, all the info for the show. And Stuart's uh, HBO Go password. But that's you. right, yeah. yeah well, if anyone has one that they want to give, lend to Stuart. Yeah. They probably so. only changed like one or two numbers, so just we'll post it and you guys can just like figure it out. Yeah, it'll right. be like a real Da Vinci Code kind of situation. I'd like to point out, I would like to point out right now that this podcast is not over. And Kevin's watching a fucking skate I'm video. Watching a skate video on my phone. <laughs> you know, While I, I kind of want to. I'm like, oh, oh this so kid's ripping. Yeah, <laughs> While right. we're recording a podcast. Well, it is a bonus episode. <laughs> Kevin is watching. There's going to be bonus content. A fucking skate video. Yeah, You're think, wrapping up. You do the wrap um, up, and I'm done talking for the most part. Oh, that is that a new rule that just was well, decided? only for bonus episodes. <laughs> Normally, yeah. only you, if I'm watching skate videos. You, you can, tend to do the wrapping up, so I check right. out. Right, <laughs> mentally and spiritually. So you're done. That's called pulling a Tripoli. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, in his phone all day. Yeah, um, just on a pod. But you got punch drunk too. Yes, punch drunk right, sports. Yeah. Uh, go to punchdrunksports.com, which is on all uh, things comedy. Which is also on all things comedy, yeah. and that's myself and uh, Ari Shafir and Sam Tripoli. Um, yeah, I, I like just two of those it. people. I did it last <laughs> week where I challenged uh, Ari Shafir. Not challenged, but reminded him of the challenge. The one Ari thinks he can beat me one on one basketball. Wow, that's that would be a very close. He's played a lot of basketball in his life. He hasn't mm-hmm. played in a few years, though. Dave Taylor's pretty confident that you will win that. Yeah, uh, but Ari was like, "I don't even want to fucking do it because there's no point. I will destroy you." And I'm like, and that w- made me go, "Oh, well, then now we have to do it." Oh, well then yeah. that's and that's our next yeah, step because Gauntlet's been left. This is finally the perfect sequel to our basketball episode. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I uh, do. That's are you guys the same height? I'm like uh, maybe an inch taller. 
I think you're a little more athletic-ish than he he's is. Got, well, he's got a decade on me. He's soft and doughy and old and he's slow. Definitely out of shape. Yeah, S- pretty but much he's stoned play, I would eighteen say hours he's of the played, day. I would say he's played three times as much basketball as you in his life. Right. He used oh, to sure. practice with the girls' team at Maryland. Yeah, yeah. He's in the comedy basketball league yeah. for a couple mm-hmm. years in a row. Yeah. You're gonna need more than you know two or three moves. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I will pr- totally practice more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll win. Okay. Well, shit. I said to announce that on another podcast <laughs> to get him to maybe, maybe do it because he's kind of like, whatever, I don't want to do it. You know how we have those bag of bets where we always make all these crazy bets on our, on our podcast? We've yeah. talked about it here before. Yeah. Ari told me last night there was a new one from this week because I wasn't on this week's episode mm-hmm. where, and it's awful, man. It is awful. <laughs> they usually Let's are. say you and I have this bet. You lose, okay? Okay. I jerk off in a sock. Oh, no. <laughs> I jerk off in another bad, sock. Bad start. Yeah. Turn the socks inside out, uh-huh. and those are the socks you have to wear for 24 hours. <laughs> Wait, so you're... So I go, so I'm throwing shoes away. <laughs> right. yeah, goes, so basically, that's the bet. That's the bet. Yeah. I'm right. like, okay, so I'm throwing so with, shoes with away. So with both of you, you've lost a pair of Vans. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, when uh, you think about it, like you're Chuck never Taylor's wearing shoes without socks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you are if you're Stuart. Yeah, if, I, if I got some nice moccasins going. In the Hamptons. Yeah. You better not wear those shoes on the day you lose the bet. <laughs> yeah, I bet. L.L. Beans. You better wear your boots or some shit yeah. that you can wash out. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know? something, something you can... Uh, that's a you, pretty funny bet. Something you can get Ugh. repaired. Bets on that show are so fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, that's a man. bad Ari one. Ari had to get his nipple pierced. Yeah, he did. I mean... What about would you shave one of your eyebrows if you lost to Ari at basketball? No, no, no. Yeah, what's the, what are the stakes if if, if who I don't wins? know what the stakes would be yet. We'd have to come up with something, obviously. Yeah. But okay. um, what would, what would you want the stakes to be? Stakes. Stakes. <laughs> yeah, a steak dinner. Yeah. Principally steaks. Steaks. Like uh, Ruth, Chris, uh, three Omaha steaks. What we could uh, do that both. It couldn't be you know. It couldn't be like oh, you can't smoke pot for a month because I don't smoke anyway. So right. like that would yeah. affect Ari, not me. Like the, you know, I don't. We'd have to come up with something. I think he, did, he couldn't smoke pot for a month and use something else. Right. You'd have to... How about like this? You get like you one cigarette all, a day. You wash all the shit out of your hair, and you're not allowed to use any sort of product for a month. Oh, Dry yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, no pomade. Same Whoa. haircut. That would be interesting. Right. What about you only get one cigarette a day for a week? He gets to smoke pot once for the whole week. Well, that'd be an easy one. That'd be easy one for you? One cigarette a day? That's no, it. No, no, you get I one a week. I do that a lot of times. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The I most smoking no I do is when I'm like at a comedy club or the comedy store specifically. Like Sure. A lot of times that'll be like my first or second cigarette of the day. Ari has to work completely clean for a month. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That'd be interesting. Ari has to work clean. You can't mention music or clothing. Or relationships or clothing. Jeez, so I can't do comedy? (laughs) (laughs) Relationships is just mean. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You can't mention music or clothing. I can do that. You can just just do jokes about Yahtzee. He can't mention (laughs) drugs. I bet he could do that. He could do that. Yeah, yeah I feel could. like at, at this, this point, point, all I would say, what that. if you have to dress like each other? But but he would win, and you would just lose. Yeah, he like, oh, he yeah. gets to dress yeah, nice. The problem and with that is to, he would. St- it, it, the best thing for him would be to stick to that idea and then just have decent I know. style. I know, I know. Plus, he's too fat to fit in my clothes. Probably he's not fat, fat ass Ari. Is he? He's, not um, he's skinny, right? <laughs> anyway, this has been the Ari's a fat piece of shit episode. <laughs> <laughs> He's too afraid to play me in basketball. Okay, no. Uh, we'll, we'll probably get him to do it at some point. Um, anyway, thanks again, guys. Thank you, guys. Three for 30 this Saturday. Ice House, Pasadena, 10 p.m. Be there. Bonus episode. Bring your butt.